Let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. For the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. I don't know why you've been saying it like that lately. Real fucking, it's almost insulting. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What is going on? What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week as a, on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamara's going to go over some new patrons. Uh, Patron uh, this week. There's oh, only one new yeah. one, but it's a famous painter we all know. Big shout out to... Bob Ross. Oh, Ross. shout out Bobby Ross. That's cool. From beyond the grave. Well, you don't know that. Could be with Tupac out there. And Elvis. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They're that's all true. on the Patreon. Thank you all, all the Patreon. Like and subscribe. Smash that subscribe button. Leave a comment. And uh, support the Patreon. It's the only way to physically support the podcast. <coughs> Come on, you want to go with... Oh, my God, I'm dying. You want to go over the guest list? I'd love to. Uh, we start off the week with a Doom and Gloom 2021-01, Brett Weinstein. Holy fuck, he forgot how to count there for a second. I did. Brett oh, Weinstein. Yeah, followed another, by, it's Weinstein. Another victory lap. 21-02, Will Stoll. Yeah, Will Stoll, correct. 21-03, Sam Morell. Good old Sam. 21-04, Chris Williamson. All right. Who knew Will Stoll, which was... I do like rating a four-episode four week seems like a better, easier one to rate. Oh, he gives me the De Niro? <laughs> no, I, I, I want you to say more. This was a three-week. Three, right down the middle, no fuss, no muss. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. It was what it was. I'll give it a three and a half. Yeah, I'll match Kamar. i to try to stay on this positivity train. We I mean, two, two there's a little guests. too much testosterone, but that's going to happen in a male-dominated world. Yeah, that's life. All right, well, uh, that's a rating. Let's get into it. First guest. Uh, yeah, I thought we'd start off with uh, 2103 Sam Morrill. I like Sam Morrill a lot. I think he's really funny, so I'll tolerate how boring this episode was because I like Sam, you know what I'm saying? But No, just typically. Just a lot I like of Sam. Sh- a lot of shit. Love the talk, Sam. Yeah. Love the Sam. Sam's, Sam is like a... Uh, Love the Sam. A, a chilled out um, Chris Stefano or a Giannis Papas with a couple of interesting tidbits in the back. Or mm-hmm. like a Mark Norman without all the annoying parts. Am I fucking nuts or did he retell the Rodney Dangerfield story? Who? Well, Sam it, it goes when when you when you tell uh, like uh, Joe was saying, and I I can attest to this as a fellow comedian. Uh, if you do three shows in a row, on the third show, you honestly are like, D- when did I say that? But uh, these guys tell all these stories a million times. But Joe's new story is, and not in this one, is I bought a building by a cult. So he bought that building no, he and didn't. then sold no, it. No, yeah, he didn't. But uh... in his retelling, he almost <laughs> bought it. 
<laughs> he always used to say he almost bought it, and it's almost like he, like you're saying, has convinced himself that he actually and, bought uh, the and building. us the listener because there's no pushback. I think now he has gone out and bought the building. Is just sitting on it just so he can tell people like, I own the cult building. He's got so much bread. It seems odd to me that a, like a ten million dollar building would be a big purchase. Oh, he goes out and buys it just to own it to tell the story better. Like, let's hold on. Just one. Let's assume he made two hundred and fifty million off the last deal, and he's making two hundred and fifty mil mil off the the next deal plus advertising. No, that's I still no. Don't I think, think it goes he has way. to give up the advertising. Yes, I, I believe thought that's what the whole deal. Till they recoup the two fifty, then they profit share. Okay, that sounds about right. I think I heard something like that. It's like a record deal. Well, that's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. <laughs> Either way. Point being, the guy's got money. Who, Joe? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I'd Joe's be buying up. If I was Joe, gosh. I'd buy every building in Austin. Yeah, that's good Because idea. real estate is always Buy all the land yeah. and just turn it into like Joe Rogan. Just a comedy, just a mothership on every corner, like Starbucks. Sounds like uh, the guy from that fucking documentary he always talks about. Um, a cult leader. The cult leader who buys the town yeah. there and brings yeah. the homeless people in to vote. Crazy, then, crazy country or crazy town, crazy, crazy. No, no, big, big country. Big, big country, yeah. <laughs> big, big country? Something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. We're on the right track. Wild, wild world. It's wild, wild country. Wild, wild west. It's not that. No, it's not that. That was a terrible movie, though. With Will Smith and, and uh, uh, Kevin Klein? Kevin Klein. No, it's all right. With the bugs. It's uh, a garbage movie, but it, it was big budget. It's, it's all right. It was like huge budget and nobody gave a fuck. You know what I mean? One of those movies. If you went wanting to be a really good movie, you'd be disappointed. But if you just want to watch something, like watching the Kardashians. Will Smith movies are really tainted for me now. It's hard for me to like get out of myself when I watch those movies. But but he's a he's he's a he's a, a he's a man in a prison. You don't feel bad for him at all. A man in a prison. What yeah. do you mean? The Jada Pinkett Smith prison. I mean, I feel bad. He's got like for, PTSD, dude. That was so. When you think about back to that slap and how crazy that was, it's just it's so nuts. He shouldn't be working anymore. That should be done. That's a cancelable offense. Apparently not. A lot of people get canceled for things they shouldn't get canceled for. This is one of those times where it should be canceled. Canceled. Mm -hmm. canceled. So you're for canceling. In certain cases, mm -hmm. I'm for canceling. Like, like open air assaults. Do you think Will Smith is insane? Like uh, we give. Sorry. No, I. Uh, I, I don't know. That's a good question. Keep going though. I was gonna say Kanye. Mm -hmm. When he went on his whole um, anti-Jew campaign, mm -hmm. even me was like, well, you can clearly see this guy is like in need of meds. You know what I mean? So you kind of give him a pass because you're not really sure whether Kanye hates Jews or if he was really just like, they told me I couldn't say this, so I'm definitely going to say it. You know, like, I don't know. Still, That's to better this for the day. you're offering him there. Um, but don't you always want your artists a little crazy? Stephen King, high on cocaine, drunk, wrote that. Sure, but what I was going to say was Will Smith, at no part, even when he slapped um, Chris Rock, I was never like, this guy seems crazy. He just seemed entitled and 
unhinged, maybe, but not. What if he, like, what if he is on medications? Then everything changes. If I find out that he's like ridiculously bipolar and he was in the middle of like an unmedicated um, episode, episode, yeah, that kind of changes it for me. I guess a little bit. <laughs> Sounds like everyone has their new out. Yeah, well, that's not good. I don't want to give people a new life. You're just saying for his actions, his behavior demanded some sort of consequence. Yeah, and none was given. And wow, uh, I mean, everyone ha- like you said, he's back it's, it's, making movies. His movies are tainted for you now. Yeah, there has been a, in a in I mean, effect, the tr- his status has changed. The true test is going to be um, that new zombie one because that's like one of my favorite movies. And now they're coming out with the second part, and he's. All he has oh, to do is a, oh, uh, all he has to do is a Bigfoot movie and he'll back in your graces. I am legend too, yeah. So he's one Bigfoot movie. I away. am legend, great movie. Before Will Smith smacked um well, Chris they, Rock. they really they butchered the ending. They butchered the ending. If you read the the if you re, they even added it in the DVD. They have the original ending in what the DVD. What is the ending that you're so uh, enraged or you can't remember? No, the original ending is... Uh, no, what's the ending that we see? The ending that we see is he blows them all up as he escapes through the little hatch, the hole, right? Okay, I don't. I really don't remember. Should rewatch that, except it's Will Smith. Yeah, so you're talking... You know, <laughs> it's got to be tough. Like, I bet you see Braveheart often on a streaming service and Dude, you're like... Dude, nothing is harder. It was actually freedom when I finally could just be like, you know what? I'll watch them where he makes no money from it, and that feels okay. Or Apocalypto. Well, he makes no money from... How so? How does he make no money? He makes no money from the streaming... That's not true. Me watching it on Netflix or whatever. Netflix pays for the rights to that movie. He produced Apocalypto. Yeah, I know, but like... Whether I watch it or not isn't going to change whether they put Apocalypto on Netflix. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm sure. saying? Yeah. Yeah. Just but if Netflix notices like, hey, sure big uptick in anti-Semitic uh, director producer stuff <laughs> on Netflix right now, we should add more. Well, they have tons of that anyways. Really? I'm sure. Yeah, no, Netflix seems pretty anti-Semitic. Well, I think all of Hollywood is a little anti-Semitic. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, please elaborate. Wasn't it built well, by just, uh, your brother? It seems like cool now to be like, Against, you know, people. I, I like that he thinks that Hollywood, <laughs> the Hollywood Jews are so into money that they're willing to jump on the bandwagon because it's cool. Listen, guys. No, no, that's not liking I'm just, us. I'm just talking enough, shit. Enough. Back yeah. to Sam Morrell. Enough fucking of your own I believe, topics. I believe he said Joe Rogan is number two with female listeners. That's what Joe said. He had access to that. Yeah, I don't know stat. how that's I don't know how that's possible. And I also... Sam tried to talk about team sports. And I think Joe just has a disdain for team sports. Like he may have been the, does not play well with others in school or something, Yeah, you know, because of his mixed martial arts, whatever. Cause everyone loves a team. And like, like that, the best example recently was uh, that guy. um, We slap shot the puck. What the fuck are you talking about? Ottawa guy, <laughs> Ottawa guy slapped an empty netter, and a guy got uh, yeah. suspended five games. Yeah. But that that made that team. Yeah, no one does that to us, and that, just that that thing. I mean, and that drives the competitive spirit. So I, I mean, listen, I'm with you. I love team sports. I I do find it odd 
that like such an alpha male has zero interest in team sports. Joe Rogan, that is. Well, I bet it's because he's 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 not athletic in that way. You know, so well, yeah, but I'm not super they, athletic mean, in that way. Like, but there's people when they try to. Uh, shoot a basketball even though they miss they look like they know what they're doing there's other people that just uh, like it, it's a weird I don't know did you watch Barstool try to hit the 41 uh, the, I just watched the celebration because I wouldn't want to watch the whole oh thing oh my god Simon you obviously didn't watch it what was that sorry so Barstool you've seen their new headquarters they have like a, a full basketball court their Chicago head I haven't but... okay well so Barstool <laughs> has this massive new headquarters in Chicago it's got a full basketball court. And they set out this week. They were like, we're going to do a stream and we're not going to stop the stream until we break the record for free throws hit in a row, which is 40 set by an NBA team. 40 free throws is the most anybody's ever hit. Oh, in 41 row. is now it. Yeah. What? I know. I was like, we should try this. Are you crazy? That I'm not crazy. That can't be right. Okay, well, that's fine. You lied. The point being, Simon, Barstool, they end up staying there for 12 hours, I think 12 or 13 hours. They're calling people in because they're all so tired. Like, they're like, do we have like a, a D1 baller that we know? Anyway, Kamar, the funniest part is there's a dude that used to work for them who's got like spina bifida or something. He's got like a crazy crooked back. Like, he, he looks, you know, whatever. He comes in, dude... He is wet like fucking water. And he says it too. He's like, he's like, bro, I'm coming in there and I'm going to fucking, I'm going to help you guys like bag this. No problem. Dude, he just, he's hitting so many that Pat Bev walks in, who's a professional basketball player. Dude, Pat Bev can't stop laughing. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. This guy looks like he shouldn't be hitting anything. He's hitting threes. I can't believe you didn't watch. You just saw the celebration. Fuck. Um... Well, it's Portnoy does it. Well, the deal is Dave and Big Cat both each have to hit five, I think. What are you looking at? No, go on. I'll, I'll jump in on the side. I like, how long did it take? I think 13 hours, 12 hours. 13 hours. And it doesn't matter who's shooting. It's just as long as the next shot goes in a Correct. row. It's not one person doing it. Correct. Well, I'm sorry to let you down, but that's a great idea of teamwork. Why are you letting me down? Well, you said that you wish I'd watched it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but that's fine. No, it is a good idea. Yeah. What's the what's your problem, Simon? Um, what were you talking about? The record? Do you mean in the NBA? No, just for the world consecutive record. The world free record. Throws. Well, it says here that this guy sunk two thousand seven hundred and fifty. Yeah, that's one person. And this is a group of people. Well, it might be. Yeah, this might be a group thing. And that's why it's teamwork because the celebration a group is... thing. What do you mean a group thing? Like I mean everyone in the office. There's like fifteen people shooting free throws. The it's deal is everyone in a row team. We all, if you, if you miss everyone gets let down. Gotcha. Like that's it too. They're, they're all warming up and they're like, okay, so Dave has to hit five. Dave has to hit 41, which is the last one. They have like a stipulation. Like Dave has to hit this one, this one, this one and 41. And dude, Dave steps up to take his first few and he airballs all of them. Like doesn't get even a piece of the, the rim or the net. And they're all like, fuck, dude, we're going to be here for a very long... You could see Big Cat, he's like, I'm supposed to go on vacation with my wife in three days. I don't think it's going to happen. It's fucking great. You have to go watch it. Anyway, keep going. I'll watch the whole thing. Well, just to add to that, uh, Vinatieri was on McAfee. Did you see him? No. And they were talking about how do you practice being a kicker? And I think it was Parcells would say, uh, Vinatieri, kick a 50-yarder or everyone has to work out twice. 
Oh, fuck. So in practice, yeah, yeah. he's already putting pressure on you, and everyone works out twice, or they get off that day. Like, it's not the end of the world, but it's they're adding stakes to the practice. I think well, Joe needs to have a head coach on or something. Like, I just think he's missing out a whole thing with team sports. That's just me. Then they talked about the Phoenix Open. You saw that. They had to shut it down, stop serving alcohol. Did you see the Did you see the uh, four Canadian guys that made the news? No. They're all in. They're wasted in we're all wearing flags and said, yeah, they stopped serving at the 16th at noon. <laughs> As if their human rights are affected. And this is what happened. Everyone started screaming, live serves beer. Oh, that's hilarious. Because you see the hole? Yeah, of course. 16 is a fucking, it's a nuts. I wish Samuel had mentioned because Tiger Woods hits a hole in one there. before they, He does? Yeah, before they exploited it. It used to just be people on the ground that went all the way around. And now they have like, Oh, the you're, gra- you're, now they have the grandstand. You're talking about years ago. It's shit. Like, uh, that's almost like world fair shit. What they Dude, built as a temporary stadium. If someone hit a hole in one now, oh, the place the, would, the, light it would the go fuck insane. Up. It will, it, it would w- fall into the center of the earth or something. <laughs> it will go insane. But did you see, uh, I looked it up. Live has this hole just like that in Adelaide. That they built a whole stadium around, and the guy hit a hole in one, and everyone throws their beer cups. Like he, he shout like it, live is way better. Live is live was a triple bogey. Do you see, do you see how shakes live? Live is they wear shorts. I, they wear shorts, and, and and when everyone when everyone hits their drive, yeah. they play a really loud theme song. Like it's it's totally different golf. It's it's interesting, but you can't watch anywhere. Why is that? You have to have, you have to like, I don't buy the know. Package My buddy has a box that could, uh, he's like got the, the fight last night. Every channel in the world, but right. he can't get live. So, but if they have to come together, live they and are PGA. together. Well, live guys can now play in the majors. I know, but no the PJ is snooty, sort of got rest on his laurels of being the, the only game in town. And we watch it's just cooler. We, you watch this hole in one. And the worst is, guess who they switched to? Who happened to be there with his shirt off, going crazy? Obviously, <laughs> Bert, Bert Kreischer. Kreischer. He's nope. just everywhere. <laughs> uh, anywhere you can take your shirt off, it ruins everything. Um, well, it's funny, much anywhere for that guy, dude. Watching the NBA, watching the All Star game last night, the dunk competition, they missed one of Jalen. Like whoever was in the box, like not in the van. Sorry. They just oh, missed. They, they were at the desk because the, the guy ran to the desk to say something, and before he looked back, yeah. it was uh, the Boston guys. Yeah, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown also, by the way, had one of the worst dunks. Pretended to do the D Brown, the one over Kai Sanat. That was like one of the one of the fucking cheesiest nothing. But dunks. was it because Kai Sanat was part of it? No. What I'm saying, dude, that white guy from Sudbury could light up all those dudes. Except maybe maybe Trent McClung. Not. But what Reggie Miller said is uh, the uh, three point competition should be last because it's way more like um, it's climactic. more exciting. The, the, the dunk comp is stupid. But let's get back to uh, Joe Rogan because that's what we do here. Well, Sam Rell does love basketball. Kimbo that's Slice. True. Wait, hold on. Wow, I wanted what to... a piece of shit this guy is. <laughs> Suck my dick, Simon. Go ahead. Talk about what you want to. It's not me, man. Don't do this. It's what the people say. I wanted to mention something about Rogan, though. Terrible take on his part, where he's talking about um, the drunk driving. Was that in this episode? No, I think that was Chris Williamson. But Okay, I'll wait until Chris Williamson. Well, you've gotten there. Just, <laughs> okay. Where he's like, yeah, you know, the laws on drunk driving, 
but once you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. Like, weird stance to take. We need to have certain laws. I mean, I'm pretty sure Texas had zero drunk driving laws until somewhere in the 80s. Well, that's ridiculous. But and, and interesting to it, he says now Texas has the most strict. Well, yeah, that was interesting. I found laws. that interesting. Anyways, that's it. That's it. Like, we don't want to take away people's rights, so we'll just let everybody fucking go out there and kill people. Like, it's crazy. Simon, Louisiana still has drive through hurricane bars. What the hell does that mean? It means drive in Louisiana, in Louisiana, bars. you can drive up to a place, you can order a hurricane, which is like six ounces of fucking rum in a slushy. Oh, I see. Then, you drive, then you drive to the next go window insane. and they hand you a styrofoam cup with six ounces of liquor and a slushy. Really? I, dude, I swear to God. It's five o'clock somewhere. I think uh, Sam dropped a Chris Rock name for some reason. Go on. He said I was do- talking to Chris Rock, and he didn't have to do that. Oh, I see. But then they talked about John Stewart's return. Hold on, hold on. What a weird hold note on. that is. If you rubbed, if you bumped into Chris Rock on the subway, and he gave you a crooked look, you would talk about that forever and ever, wouldn't you? Yeah, but if I knew Chris Rock and see him all the time at the comedy cellar, and he said, yeah, some of those guys just have it made, I, I don't know. It, it, it didn't make enrich the conversation, in my opinion, but they talked about John Stewart's return. Do you guys see that? No. It, it was such comfort, like chicken soup, like you remember how he used to be, that he made fun of both sides, and it also showed that uh, Trevor Noah sh- ran that show into the ground. It was unwatchable once it, he took over. Because anything that's like he shits on Trump and you're like, that's a good one, John. He got him good there. And Joe Biden. And it just feels normal again. And he's going to go to it every Monday. I suggest you go back and it, it makes you feel like adults are back in the room. But that whole Apple thing was hilarious, man. We don't want you to get yourself in trouble. Yeah. It really sounded to me like they were like, listen, we know that Apple or that China will try and assassinate you if you say yeah. these things. We don't want you to get killed, We don't John. want you to get killed. Yeah. Um, and it's a no-brainer to only do live TV stuff if you're a comedian. What do you mean? He was talking he'd go on morning shows. I get and it. Make sure it's live because I'm going to say something stupid just to... Because I don't want to be here in the first place. I, I guess that's uh, not for everyone. Did you, you guys knew cook, cooking was an art form before Anthony Bourdain, right? Remember the Frugal Gourmet and Walk with Juan and Emerald? His of course. name was Jan. Juan. Walk with Jan. Okay. It was. Right? I'm not attached to my ideas. <laughs> that's what I thought it was. But like cooking shows are, I don't know. They've been around. I don't think I would have called Walk with Yawn an artist, though. You know what I'm saying? Well, hold saying? on. Bourdain's like, cooking show wasn't a cook. Like, you're talking, those are two different genres. Those guys were a camera in front of a hot plate. It's a super next level. Yeah, showing you how to cook a dish. I yeah. mean, the food was amazing looking. Sure, sure. But my point is, Bourdain was like a travel show mixed with like, uh, food and an opinion. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, I and don't it know. took that for Joe to realize that food is good. I don't. I wonder what he ate before he discovered food is art form, or he was just the type of guy to go to a restaurant, whatever is the most expensive steak, whatever. Just give me that. Maybe that's it. He is just asking. He's starting the points, answering his own questions, <laughs> moving on before like everything's happening so fast. Doesn't it seem like he's on speed or something? No, seems like normal Kamar. No, man, we're, we're moving in fucking 
I don't. I don't. Forward. I don't think we yeah. are. I, th- I think we're right where we want to be. I think we're right in the pocket. I just got to keep us mentioning what they talked about in some capacity. It's like he's forgetting to breathe or something. No, you're doing great, Kamar. Look great. Have you guys seen Sisu? No. no. I told you to watch it. No. Did you? You don't remember me saying watch Sisu? No. Okay. What, the, how, how do I spell it? S I S U. Okay. I see it. On I never there, see it. But Sorry. It's uh, subtitles. Ninety right? minutes. No, there's no talking. It's just, just people getting fucked up. Okay. Just feels like the rural jury. The rural It has. It has this beginning. Like, who is this guy? What are we doing here? And then uh, he runs into people, and then it's on. That's like Donkey just, Kong. That's just one of the best bits ever, right? That rural rural The rural We all agree, True Romance, one of the best movies ever. Well, we had just talked about just that about last it. week in in depth about that whole thing, and uh, the scene with Christopher Walken and fucking. Then they talk about Dennis Hopper is unmatched. I actually would. Uh, not disagree with that, but say every scene is unmatched. Every scene is a, a con- like the Gary Oldman and... It's uh, true. I ate the pussy, I ate the ass, I ate everything. Yeah. Every interaction when uh, the, the movie producers like got uh, the helicopters in the background run the dailies, like they're all... And, Elliot, and, someone is yeah. stealing from me. And Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, yeah. As Floyd, yeah. James Gandolfini and James Gandolfini is why they're talking about it. Yeah, that was brutal, eh? That's a tough scene to watch, yeah. Did you see him in Get Shorty? Have I seen him in Get Shorty? He was in Get Shorty. Oh, you want to go? And have you seen Get Shorty? I have seen Get Shorty. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From that and Simon to Rex, it brings together the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year and the Patreons are the It's the movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head to find out what year movie came out, how much it made at the box office, and how much it costs to make. This week we're doing Get Shorty. I want to get something straight. Your original movie was going to be Zisu, which is a film that I believe was released last year. No, no, on, no, 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 no. They just, it, he talks about it in every single episode. I was just jumping, the, had you guys seen it? It was never going to be the movie game. Actually, I don't even know if it came out in theaters. Could we do that? Okay, look, I don't, I, I'm. I'm already putting undue pressure on myself here. John Travolta, Gene Hackman, Rene Russo, Danny DeVito, and a cast of others, including James Gandolfini. It's one of the best Hollywood movies. I'm going for five straight in the year. I heard the smog is why the fucking sunsets are so fucking beautiful. (laughs) Dennis Farina, he was the guy who did that. He he has one of the best parts in... um, Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels, is it? Yeah, he's the best. He's Avi, cousin Avi. No, but he, he, he shows up, the guy blows up, he gets back on a plane and flies back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Dennis Farina, I love him. But this is a great movie, Get Shorty, so is True Romance. Let us know what you think on the Patreon. Simon, are you ready with a year? No, just give me a second. Here. Simon's carrying the one over there. He's doing all sorts of... And the, the fake gangsters are still like... They're trying to be uh, extortioners and stuff, but they still want to be in the movie. And Gene Hackman is 
is amazing. <laughs> oh my god, that's a really good movie. Put up by Metro Golden Mayer. Meyer. That sounds like from Hebrew descent. Okay, Gold I think I think I'm ready. Okay. What year do you have, Simon? I have 1994. I have 1996. I don't know who's closer because it's 1995. Oh my god! You guys were in the in the Barry oh song. Oh my film. god! You guys were in the neighborhood for sure. I'm not gonna lie, that was my first instinct, and I I didn't go first guess, best guess. And there's a story of the guy who's the degenerate gambler who misses his plane. Yeah, like oh man, get shorty. Okay, I'm ready. I said it cost 120, and it made 275. Oh my god! I said it cost 27, and it made 61. <sighs> You could have taken a back budget thirty million. Oh wow. baby! Wow, I, I bet you everyone got off. points on it or something because oh, it's a Hollywood movie. Yeah, and box office one hundred and fifteen point one. One fifteen. Yeah, you really gave that some. Uh, I just thought it was a hu- star I, power. Well, listen, there's a lot of people in the film. Yeah. So one hundred and twenty million is not tough for those sort of movies, and then. I figured you want a big ROI, so I gave it like a one and a half times. Mm. In 96, movie still... I remember this movie being big. Yeah, but it's 2000, 2000 when we go to the, the 100 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I just, you know, there were certain movies back then. This had a lot of stars in it. A lot it did, of star power. Like, I think it was like favor to uh, that's whoever fine, that's the director fine. Listen, was. You know? Sometimes you're way off. And yeah, that's, this, this one wasn't I think my they best. were all executive producers. Yeah, everyone got a credit on the movie. Anyways, you've been on fire lately. That's the movie game. Um, do you think there'll be the pressure that you, they're talking about the uh, LinkedIn? No, NeuroLinkedIn. You, you'll, you'll never want to do it. Then me and him do it like just the way you were never doing the Apple Pro. And then we said one aspect of it that's like, oh, I could use that. LinkedIn to what? No, he's talking about NeuroLink. Whatever it is. Oh, yeah, no fucking way. No matter what. No, Kamar, you're right, because you know what? It would take like four podcasts where we're, we give each other glances and, and then I we're and, and tons of information is exchanged. And then, yeah, we both laugh and Simon's sitting there like, all right, you know what? Fuck this. Because I feel like I would just because I don't care anymore. And yeah. I think you would because you like cutting edge stuff. I know you would because they'd be a suppository version. And Kamar would be like, oh, oh for sure. Oh, you got I'm me definitely there, shoving this yeah, thing. Just up hoop it. Hoop but, it. No but you problem. think right now as, as a to the day you die. No, I don't know, man. Who knows? Because I often say I'm not going to do something and then do it. So because I remember, I think who's the, who's the guy who said about the the um... <laughs> imagine you guys realize I have embedded high things that have been on it for two weeks. Um, the uh, oh fuck, obviously I'm not on it because I can't think. The simulation, not the simulation. The yeah, Ray Kurzweil. Ray Kurzweil. The um. Synchronicity. Yeah. No, no. The, no, the, the sim- singularity. 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 Fuck, I'm dumb. But he he articulated that it'll become this hive thing that you you feel ostracized not being a part of. And then when you're in it, it feels so good that if you take off, you feel like instant withdrawal. So you're sort of involuntarily forced to do it. It doesn't sound like um like I know it's gonna be cool to be able to see what you see. But you always come out to, like, shit in these prognostications, right? Like, the world is going to be garbage, and you're going to be fine in your make-believe bubble. Wouldn't you just rather the world is fine and you but the live world's in never it, been you know? fine. 
not not fine, but listen, like you can still it's fine for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not listening. As long as Elon's in charge, I'm not fucking no way I'm doing it. This week Joe did Even every if it's affordable? Joe danced around every every time anyone had any anti-Elon sentiment this week. Joe was like Jim Carrey in the mask just fucking This is It was my, insane. I couldn't believe I it. I saw the Elon I know. This is my <laughs> This is my big question and not to like beat off a dead horse. You know what I mean? I get it. I talk about this, but for real reals. Um he has all these government contracts. Like we, that's public knowledge. He, he is like NASA's arms and legs to go into space. So he obviously gets a lot of money from the government. How can we trust him to do the right thing? But I I just push back that I think Amazon does all this stuff for the CIA. Like at a level, of course you have worked with the governments. That's the end game of these giant Amazon people. So when they decide that Amazon runs, they work with them in a different way. They, they Amazon controls their cloud, but that's a government contract. Yeah. It's slightly different than what's on. I feel like it's the same thing. doesn't matter what you're doing. You're, you're couldn't then they just say you're done. I, maybe he doesn't need them. I don't know. Whatever. It seems like he's just, and the one you speak about the most is the contracts with NASA, right? Yeah, yeah, those are big, but but he received a giant bailout from like we've talked about this from the U.S. government at one point, like he four billion so dollars that if he didn't get at the time, it all goes away. But he so that's and then admirable. he got it and got it. from Obama it. and well, Obama gave everyone a lot of money. Yeah, no. But it's not actually uh, in this podcast since we're talking about Elon. But they talk about Elon that uh, he says you do you wouldn't want to be me if, even if you see all this stuff. Well, that's because he's talking about all the different ideas that bounce around his head and whatever. I equate to like I don't want to say that. Um, okay, then don't. I won't. Zohan, great movie, great movie, but it like fell flat because in the middle of it they have. Uh, Middle Easterns and Jews all sit there talking about the the similarities, have a joke, and it feels like that movie squashed it. But it was like Squ- Zohan squashed, squashed the beef, the- and now they're having this war, and you can't figure out why. <laughs> well, no, I thought this was all done after Zohan. I thought Adam Sandler said well, exactly, exactly, and no, that's I don't why know that what you're talking about that part doesn't age well. Oh, I see. What the you're rest saying. of the movie gotcha. is a good piece of work because it's him. He's the super Jewish commando, and uh, Taturo's yes. the super. Yeah. He's the Hamas guy or whatever. And it's funny, and then they have a, yeah, we're really not so different, but that was just... And now it's too real, is what you're saying? I don't know. Uh, it was a comedy film. Fiction, naturally. Yeah, but uh, trying to tackle a very serious thing, and just it felt, that part fell flat. You know it did. I haven't seen the movie in a long time, so I can't... Um... I've never seen it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You Fizzy haven't? No. You've Fizzy never bubble. seen... Oh. Well, we have to have a viewing party then. Viewing party. Viewing yeah. party. Viewing party. Yes. I'll agree because I know they won't. That'll sure. be our next uh, thing for the. Uh... <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Patreon. Uh, did you, are you guys both watch Saltburn yet? No. I will never watch that movie. My wife described it to me and I was just like, thank fucking God I don't have but to. But did watch your wife this. describe it and say, and on top of that, I just didn't like it? 
We started watching it last night, and I immediately was like, I just, I'm not into this. Yeah, it, the movie doesn't start till they go to the the mansion. Maybe, maybe I'm just a. Doesn't sicko. he like paint with her blood and like it's, it's oh, so it's, disgusting? It's, it's ridiculous, but mm. it's just I don't know. What annoys me about it is two songs are now number one hits, right? They they were just the right scene with the right song makes a song from twenty years ago cool again. I th- I thought Sam Morell said it best when he was like, "This is." Um, uh, what's that movie? The uh, talented Mr. Ripley for retards, you know? <laughs> but yeah, Stranger Things, running up the hill. You know, though, are you guys agreeing with me? Because you're just staring at me blankly. Well, because we have no idea what the fuck you're talking a about. A song from 20 years ago also becomes a number one hit. Because it was in a movie? Because it's in a movie. Kamar, a guy, that bothers a, guy, you? a guy skateboarded down the street drinking cranberry juice and a 40 year old song. It doesn't bother me. I just find it interesting. Like that song's there this whole time. And it's just someone in the right capacity. It doesn't bother me. It's just interesting that in the, with the right visual or something, but that song's there the whole time. Anytime someone else could have. I feel like TikTok and Instagram are like that too. Or do these songs have to be, because they are hits at one point, sit dormant for a while and get reborn. I don't know. Uh, Fatty Arbuckle didn't do it. Funny story about that. The award I just won is called the Mike McDonald uh, Award. What a segue. What a segue. Originally, originally it was called the Fatty Arbuckle Cup. And then a bunch of people said, yeah, okay, you're going to name your comedy competition about this rapist. And and hence they changed. Yeah, we're just on the cusp. Bobby Lee, the best guest ever? No. That's what he said. Yeah, I think what he meant was like as a general guest on a podcast, like good energy. You have good energy. You won't have to do heavy lifting. Maybe, yeah. maybe, possibly. I mean, I'll give it to him. Like, if you, if you, I'm sure if you went on YouTube and searched for like Bobby Lee podcast clips, you'd find a bunch of funny ones. No, I don't like Bobby Lee. Oh, well, then I guess you would. I wouldn't. love Bobby Lee. Okay. I like Bobby Lee. I do not like Bobby Lee. Um,. <laughs> Do you want to think, or are you like, yeah, for sure there are, um, like um, Jack Reacher's. Uh, oh, for sure just there the are. CIA crazy. I mean, not that, not to that level. Like they make it seem like those guys, you know, will just take on fifteen comers at all. Like, dude, if you put if you put one of those Jack Reacher guys up against five other like trained Marines, do you think they honestly? But just they come- just there has to be those guys out there. Of course there are, but I'm just saying it is Hollywoodized, of course. But maybe some of these, some of these movies, some of these stories are based off someone knowing about this dude. Because well, we'll get to the next. Hey, sorry, come we, on. are we you won asking an if there, award? There are dudes out there, of course, that are fucking hard as nails. That the Chris Williamson talks about that guy. The yeah, well, maybe that's a diamond in the rough. Do, do you think there's crazy like not James Bond gadgets, but? 007 assassin agents out there. Oh, for sure. Sorry, we won an award? Yeah, we'll get to that in the post-show. Oh, he won an award. Um, well, I mean, he uses half of his material as mine. True. Joe. So, so we won an award. Joe always says, like, some people are just born 80%, and that's it. Or 80 points of 80 intelligence. And that's, a, that's the stick they're given. But from what I understand, uh, intelligence is directly related to uh, nutrition. So if as a baby, like the first five years, if you are malnutritioned, 
then you're going to have a lower malnourished. Malnourished. Thank you. Clearly, someone here was malnourished. <laughs> someone was malnutritioned, obviously. I almost had it. <laughs> what is it? What's the word I can't say? Aristocracy? Aristocracy? The aristocracy? That's the one. Aristocracy. You also can't say frontier. Oh, I can say frontier. Fair. Almost. Fron. And uh, for the most part, they talked about comedy and clubs and. Yeah, it was a lot of shop. On the road. A lot of shop talk in this one. But I give it a three. I like Samuro. Wow. You just that those are all your notes. That's perfect. He did everything okay. perfectly there. Ju- you I can't was shit so on him week in and week out. I wasn't out, and then the week he nails him. it. It was so unlike him. No, Kamar, look at me. You don't have to look anywhere, but right here, you nailed that. I'm I'm so confused right now because I thought it was <laughs> Okay. Great. I yeah. also give it a three. I give it a three. And I give it a 2.725. Wow, I was so close. I was going to say a 2.78, but there we go. All right, let's move on to the next one. The way you did your voice there, I didn't care for, by the way. My apologies. 2104, Chris Williamson. This guy's podcast is great, by the way. What is his podcast, Matthew? I wish I knew the name of it. Freakonomics? Nope. Modern Wisdom. That is it. That's what it's called? Yeah. I wrote it down because, Amazing. yeah, it is called modern. That's wisdom. where he's from, hmm. and yeah, I much prefer him. He had a good one with Patrick Bet David. He's had a bunch of real, like he yeah. he as an interviewer is a, he's an incredible interviewer. Asks really good questions. He's really smart. Is he an operator? Is he SAS or something? Well, that's that would that would tie it all together. I, I do not know that. Yeah. I, I, actually, I don't even know his background because we don't talk about that with this. Um, Patrick Bet David. Yeah, is that his name? Yeah. Is the Henry Cejudo of the podcast world. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking horrible. I think he's worth a bit more than Henry Cejudo, but I, uh, off topic, I watched his tour of his house, his $25 million mansion in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Good for him, man. $25 million mansion. He's living a very good life. What do you hate about him so much? Like, who cares? What do I hate about him? Yeah. I just, he's not my cup of tea at all. He's not mine either, but like, who, like, why hate on a guy's success? I'm not hating on his success. I'm not wishing him ill. I just find him so like. Have you ever watched the show? He's very uh, transparent. And I don't understand how people who are so transparent get so popular. It makes me really feel like everybody, the masses, are just so stupid. But I know that's not. True, but then shit like this happens, and I'm like, well, how the fuck is Logan Paul so popular? You know what I mean? It's just... But you're it forgetting it's me. that perfect... It's the perfect sauce of, like, I've made 50% of the... I've made 33% of people like me, 33% of people hate me, and then 33% of people just tune in to watch the the fray. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. I just... You would hope that, um, my hope was that like in the end people figure it out. You know what I mean? Like it all works itself out in the wash and the people who need to get exposed, get exposed. But they, it's a guy like this I find who. But hold on. But Patrick, Pat David, there's nothing to be exposed. You might not like him as a person, but like, it's not like he's trying to push like, uh, a shitty product on you. Like he's not trying to sell you some garbage product. He just has a podcast. Right. I see. He's not selling like, he's a, not a shyster. He's yeah. a legitimate businessman who's mm-hmm. made his money 
yes, in legitimate ways. I he guess. came from Iran. Like, you know, the, you got to give the guy a little bit of credit. I get what you're saying. You can, you're more than entitled to your opinion that like, I don't like him. I don't like his show. I'm not telling you to listen to it or watch it. I don't love his show. He's not my cup of tea either. But I, I just, I can understand why he has a big following. And maybe you should watch his interview with Chris Williamson. And then you can have a final opinion on it. Because they had a really good conversation. They did have a really good conversation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, and I re- I've only ever heard him on Rogan, so. Yeah, that that was a little bit dick sucking. Well, yeah, he, he, well, he I mean, sucked his dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm obsessed now with this thing of percentage of uh, speaking. Like we, we've discussed uh, conversation 50-50. That's a perfect conversation. Both people talking in interview. The person asking questions talks less than the person being interviewed. Ideally. We're learning about them. You should ask a good question that makes a lot a good follow up. Simon said 70-30. I mean, again, I think there's certain cases where 50-50 works. Like if you're really trying to, like if the person's not, if they're a closed door. different types of interviews. That's what I'm saying. It could be an interrogation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, if you're trying to like get information from a person and you don't know what they're trying to tell you. Wait, he se- said 80-20 and you said 70-30. 70-30. Yeah, I thought you would are. like his more. 80-20 sounds about right. I don't, I'm okay with 70-30. Like if Joe Rogan okay has on an ancient civilization guy, you still want to hear Joe talk a little bit. Like that's, you're there for Joe. But the most part, you want to hear about the ancient civilizations. Maybe 80-20. Maybe you're right. I don't know, man. I don't... Semantics. I mean, I just... For me, it's like, let the guy cook. I get that... I I understand where you're coming from. You're like, Joe represents the everyman, where he might ask the the dumb question you might ask. And I don't mean that in a mean way. I mean, like... Well, hopefully he does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the uneducated question that we want the answer for. Like, one of my favorite podcasts is uh, the guy hardly... It's probably like 95-5, you know? Yeah. His job, the podcaster, is to get the best people I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Then he just lets them cook, you know? That's, yeah. uh, and that's not a bad thing either. But Joe's 50-50 or sometimes 60-40 in favor of Joe is too much. Well, you like, know why I think it's too much, though, is um, the repetitive stories. Yeah. It's, so, he, okay, he's talking that much and half of what he's talking about he says every week. I disagree. I think it's less the stories. I think it's more that Joe. So Joe feels like as smart as someone who's coming on is Joe feels like, well, I've spoken to 15 people that are equally as smart as you, but that are doing studies you aren't aware of. So he feels the need to be like, yeah, all that speculation is inadmissible. (laughs) I knew that just busy off if I said that. Yeah, no, I I find Joe sometimes totally out of control with the amount he interrupts. And yeah, I, I think I think it's often takes the conversation somewhere insane, and then makes us wait as he tries to pull something up, and then the other person feels the dead air and tries to say something, and then gets cut off right away. You know, it's, I mean, two hundred fifty million dollars disagrees with you. Well, that's that's the whole thing with anyone who's successful changing you changing know, up the sauce. Why would I like? You know, I realized this week actually. I know we're we're not supposed to talk about ourselves but i did realize something about myself i watch these like you know gossipy things about the comedy world you know what i mean and i do that because 
secretly you're a 15 year old girl. No, it's, it's like, cause these ones are like calling them out, you know, like not letting Burt Kreischer get away with his bullshit type of things. And I like knowing that there are other people who see through the facade, you know, you're not the only because otherwise if you're online, you're only ever seeing like how great all these people are, you know, it can just be totally like misleading. I forget which one it is. It might be too lazy to try or the one of ones. Yeah. That just are taking down um, Brendan Schaub, and they have such a and now big papa like like it's so it's the same thing that I like to do a review of theirs. And here's where they go into Brendan Schaub again. Like it's uh, and, and the internet is that it can just eat itself forever. It can be too much. I agree. Some of those things are r- ridiculous, but like I said, it's nice to know that like you're not alone. Uh, I'm not just. The only bitter person out there, you know. We're on Williamson right now. But you're just bitter, but not monetizing it. We're on Chris Williamson. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's right. What did you feel like? That's what did you? Right. How did you? Definitely feel? not monetizing it. How did you feel about the Sneeko thing? I know we touched on it last week. Uh, how it all ends up, I'm, unless Sneeko sustained a really bad brain damage, and he, but he got in the ring. He got in the ring. That it's bullshit that he should go light on him. Joseph. He insane. got in the ring, and he's got the respect of everyone. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. It is sparring. Well, he did you watch the clip? Yeah. It, he doesn't do that much more than like an aggressive spar. It's he doesn't like Yeah, the listen, point is he, he, he gave 70%, maybe 60%. He could have gone way harder. I'm not than saying that. he couldn't have. He could have killed him. Of course, I realize and that. Listen, Sneeko was taking real shots at him. That's okay. This is where I'll meet you right in the middle. Is like if Sneeko hadn't I think if Sneeko hadn't done what he was doing, it would have just, you know, Strickland would have been like, okay, whatever. But and he just, was like, he was like trying to connect on a few of those when Strickland has hands yeah. up was like, go ahead. I don't know. I, I thought the funny part was that you see the three different towels fly in. Yes. <laughs> and yes, he doesn't. And, and it's, well, that's my big problem. Griffin. Cause I rec- he's the guy who saves his life. Cause is he that, runs in and, and um, bear hugs. Uh, Good Strickland to stop. I'm him. glad yeah. someone did. An adult was in the room. Yeah. You shouldn't feel bad for Sneeko. I don't feel bad. Man. Stop. What I'm saying is, it's a shit. Listen, once the towel gets thrown in, the sorry, once the second towel gets thrown in, dude, you're an adult. You're a fighter. Have some fucking. Come on. Well, this you're wh- teeing up a fucking. You mentioned it. You're like you're just a fucking influencer. I guess the whole thing to me is these guys are just trying to get this like clout. video clout and and Strickland's like, look, if you want to come in and try and get the clout, you got to fucking earn it. You know, I Where bet you just, uh, I'm fine with that. He's making money off those clips. Like I said, unless he causes them permanent damage, Sneeko's in a no lose situation. He, he didn't get knocked out. So he stood toe to toe. Yeah. With this guy. That's great. Listen, I'm not, I have no problem with the whole thing. I'm not sitting here saying anyone should be canceled or I hate anyone. I'm just saying that I thought Strickland took it just two steps too far. And I think it was not a step far enough. Okay. Like, I don't think Sneeko at any point hurt him or put him in any any jeopardy. No, I think it was just a ludicrous idea for Sneeko to even get in the ring. I I agree. And he should be punished for that. You know how they say any, like, what... If just the point one percent that he knocks out, Simon here on Strickland. No, 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 no. Just before I forget, okay? Sure. A bull. You get into a ring with a bull, Matt. That's a bull, you dickhead. A bull. 
It's a to bull. fight the bull. Yeah, it's a bull. You've put yourself in there. What do you think is going to happen? That's what this guy did. 100%. You wouldn't feel this bad. For, this is you a wouldn't human feel being. bad for him if he got in the fucking ring with a bull. It. No, no. Listen, if Strickland, I want. This is what I want to see. I want to see Strickland do everything he did. Okay, and then I want to see him tee him up with two good shots. That's it. Just to just piece him up. Boom, boom. Just to show him, like, bro, if I even tried a little bit, you'd be dead on the canvas. That's it. No towels need to be thrown in. You just piece him up so good with those two that Sneeko's like, okay, dude, point taken. And then everyone wins. I mean, everyone. Strickland, it can be a win-win-win. What if he had one punch knocked him out? Would that have been okay? Because it was just one. You seem to have a problem with the number of punches. Well, again, a towel got thrown in. Well, oh, I mean, everyone said they he, really threw the towel in Everyone quick. should <laughs> just buy the buy. No, 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 no. They let him tee off him for a while. But he, everyone said he should have just given him a, a body shot that crumples you. That's what Matt's saying. Yeah, and because I think what Strong should have said is no one else do this. Now, you see what, you, if you want to go for views and what's it like to be a fighter, this is what's going to happen to you. So don't go down this road. Do whatever, do your pranks in your grocery stores or whatever you want, but don't do this. So I think it's, it's it, it, I would even want. then be like, this is a good lesson that if you're doing pranks in a grocery store, you might come across a, a Sean Strickland well, who will then fucking... He did, he did not do too much. He just... I, I guess it's hard when you just teen off and Maybe he did secretly want to one-punch knock him out. Again, come on. I, didn't, I, I just think it was a bit too far. When you see multiple towels coming in and Forrest Griffin... Like, what happens if Forrest Griffin doesn't come in there and save him? It's not like he was bare knuckles, so maybe he takes a little bit more of a beating. Big fucking deal. It's not like Sean Strickland was going to bite his ear off or something. He didn't really? have a he didn't have a knife in his shorts. That's interesting. The guy who's gone on Joe and was like, Joe, how many times have you thought about killing a man? Because I yeah, think about the, it all the, the time. Like, I mean, that was crazy. Just to flash back, he did talk about that like five times yeah, in that. Dude, episode. Joe kept being like, No, I haven't. Let's move yeah. on. And then ten minutes later, he'd be like, But really, you've never yeah. thought about killing anyone. Like, I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I know he's nuts. But at the same time, they were wearing gloves. Like, what was the worst that was gonna happen, Maddie? Serious brain damage. Again, Sneeko signed up for it. I understand that. All I'm saying is you're a professional fighter. I think you should have the wherewithal to be like, I'm going to tee this guy up just enough that he knows what the fuck and is And I what. think that's exactly what happened. He, you know, hopefully everybody, like Kamar said, saw that this isn't a good way to get clout. Like even the bull you mentioned will Status. probably like gore you once, kick you, and then fuck off. No, I mean, no, probably not. But They'll I'll say this after it happened. After it happened, Sneeko status went up. Um, yeah, and Sean Strickland didn't. I get it. Status went down. Oh, my God. Last night, they put Vanderlei Silva into the... Um, Wanderlei. Hall of Fame. Into the Hall of Fame. And his video montage was just all his, him in pride. And he is just head stomping everybody. Yeah, he's dude. a psycho. It's crazy that that was allowed. What they call him the axe murderer? Is that what they all do? Yeah. That's got, that's he, a wild He is nickname. fucking scary looking. When you're, when you watch that, um, tough. Yeah. The ultimate fighter yeah. when Chael Sonnen's on it, he's like, I can't let you get close to me. That yeah, whole yeah. scene. You can see like, you don't want to fuck with that guy. There's no talking reason to him. There's no. <laughs> that's why you gotta be careful out there in the world, man. There's a lot of fucking hotheads that will just like, that are waiting, just waiting. Yeah. I mean, you grew up with a ton of them. Yeah. Like people just like, dude, they're just waiting for you to say something. And always punch first. You know what I mean? That was like a big thing. But you thing definitely can avoid parts. the areas where those people wait. 
What do you mean? You can live your life and enjoy yourself and not come across those people. I mean, can you? No, what I'm saying, Kamar, is you could easily be at the grocery store and fucking bump into someone accidentally. What I was thinking about the other day is I used to go to, there used to be fairs here in the summer. There yeah. still are the carp, the fair Gloucester Fair, there, but yeah. there was a couple in the city, and a rapper would play there. Like some, are Canadian you talking rapper. about the X? X is a perfect example of it. But I, I just remember when I was young, you'd always go till there was some swarming incident. It would always happen. You just knew if you hung around. There's always Glebe Asians. What are we doing here? But I now know. Had I never gone there, I wouldn't have run in those people or something. But you just knew where to find trouble for some reason. No. Okay. Sure. It's always been there, the trouble. Yeah. Okay. Your point is don't go anywhere and you won't find trouble? No, I go everywhere and I, I He's never He's saying you can go wherever you want. You just know where the trouble is and you steer clear of it. You just you learn. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just saying that. And there, I've never seen anything like that at Blues Fest. How did we even get to this? Was Sean this Strickland, Sneeko. Yeah. And You've never seen a fight at Blues Fest? That's interesting. That I don't interesting. think so. I don't think so. But it's big enough that it could have happened somewhere else. I'm sure it's happened. Come on. You guys aren't on Twitter? No, sir. So he brought up mug shotties. I've, been I've on seen it. it. I've been I've on seen it. For it. Years, yeah, yeah. So. What is mug shotties again? Just cute it's girls. Hot, hot women that have been arrested. It's their mug shots. Oh, and, and then the, the comments, comments below are, are hilarious. fucking hilarious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was funny. So what are the examples I tried to... But that was the Williamson guy who talked about that, wasn't it? He that's up who we're on here. Oh, that's who we're on. Gotcha. I'm glad you're part of the show, Simon. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's very easy to confuse him and Store. They were buddies. They're both British. They were both on this week. You nailed it. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, so Joe starts to talk about radiation. Okay. The girls are built the clocks. Oh, yeah, right. And he immediately goes, yes, the faces, the hands. So now he's told him, I know exactly everything. You, you know, And Joe still wants to talk about it a bit. The and loom. So, and that's the problem. Like, If Joe hears the cue that, oh, you know exactly what I'm talking about? Or, uh, well, I've started. I can't just stop. That'd be awkward. So maybe in his defense. And then this guy comes. There's this Hellfire missile that they can fire that doesn't make a sound, that turns into a saw, that, that turns you to dust. That was one of the scariest. Started getting interesting. And then Joe says, well, they got these needles, uh, arrows that'll blow you apart and goes off on shooting arrows. And I was like... <laughs> I think you're just demonstrating your knowledge to make sure you know what you know, but it was just you, you Burt Kreischer, the guy. No, but you're kind of right. It's almost like an alpha male off. Maybe. Where, where Joe's like, I don't, I didn't, I don't I know I didn't, what it is. I don't know about this explosive shit, but I do know that, that we have something like that in bow hunting, which I'm good at, and I'm a. I. Because I, Kamar's right. Like, dude, that was interesting as fuck. Tell me more about this silent fucking saw missile yeah. that the u.s government no, has i i really think it all like kind of harbors back to joe starting this podcast to do something he wanted to do and it became wildly successful and he never changed the way he did it meaning that he does it he talks about the things he finds interesting yeah and to hell with anybody else out there listening you'll don't listen that's his attitude you know what i'm saying if you listen you're gonna get some good guess, and you're going to get all my boring stories. I mean, again, the 250 if you don't like million. It, don't listen. The 250 million speaks volumes. I, I, I that that probably clouds his vision on doing the right thing. You know? uh, I don't know, man. I, I listen. You're saying that his show is perfect, and he couldn't possibly do anything better. Like that's crazy. No, what just I'm just because he makes a lot of money. Well, I actually are, would argue that that is 
what makes it perfect, yeah. The customer's always right. The people have spoken. Like, I don't know what no, more you we want. We just talked about how stupid the people were and how... It doesn't matter. We might be the stupid people. We might Well, we be. are. We listen to every episode. Again, Simon, what I'm saying is, like, the beauty of Joe's show is that most people don't listen to every single episode. Most people pick and choose, and it doesn't become as redundant because you're not hearing four of the same stories all week, right? I mean, listen, I could be wrong, and um, maybe a lot of people tune in for Joe. I would have assumed that most people tune in because Joe is a good curator of people. Yeah, sure. But that's also the secret sauce is, like, people are willing to go through like, oh, I've heard this story before because, well, he's got yeah. a I guess mean, that no one else listen, can get. you may be right, Maddie. I would imagine that Joe could probably change some things about his podcast to make it better. Even though it's the most successful podcast, there are still, there's still yeah, room that's, for that's, well, sure, listen, that's hubris. It's hubris. I mean, listen, Simon, if you go back and watch Sopranos, like there's definitely a ton of shit I would change. It's still one of the best shows of all yeah, time. He's got you there. Checkmate. That's the checkmate? Case closed. Sopranos? Anything that you think is great could be better. The Super Bowl could have been better. Like, Well, and also that Joe will never, like, I don't think he's out there proactively looking for ways to make his podcast Well, better, I think it's difficult know? to change. He's done it the same forever. But that's kind of my point, is like, why change this thing that's gotten you to the top, that's made you well, half I'm not, a billion I'm not, dollars? I'm not suggesting that he, like, um, do this radical change. I'm suggesting that maybe he just let the people talk a little more. Like. No, and I, what I, I think what I'm saying to you is there's sometimes where he's better at it. I think it depends on the guest and how, like I think with a guy like Chris Williamson, he feels like we're just on the same level and we're just going to have a chat. Whereas if he yeah. brought in some specialist who like really had some knowledge that Joe knew nothing about, he might listen more. I don't know. I'm trying to give Joe the benefit of the doubt here. Yeah, mine, you are. <laughs> That's fine. He yeah. fucking owned you, man. On God. Um, <laughs> I hate this fucking podcast. This, uh, yeah. So, so I felt it also happened again when he tried to tell him the best soldier ever. Yeah, he really had to sell this guy on Joe and make him read things. Oh, yeah, cool. I've never heard of him. Um, it was insane, though, was it not? It, it is super crazy that those guys are out there. I, I would be it'd be cool if there was a you know a woman out there. Same thing, you know. She cut off her tit to strike with Nazi and did all this stuff. And like, give me more. Had three kids to help beat up a guy. I don't know. Um, Hitler took her ovaries. She kept fighting. I just find it hard to believe that they're sending a one-armed man into battle. We're that, talking about World War One. All the more reason. Look how they had to reload their fucking weapons. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I think at that point, there wasn't like any regulation. It was like, listen, we need men. If this guy's willing to fight one eye or not. Okay. I mean, one thing they didn't even touch on when they talked about computers and cars, which is a super big issue right now in our country, is how easy it is to steal cars. Yep. You can get something for like 150 bucks off the internet yep. that can rejig the um, yep. fob or whatever. Like it's... It's an uh, unintended consequence of the technologies, and I, I think if I ever can afford to get a car, there's no way I'll ever get. What does FOB stand for? Mm. Fuck, that's a great question. F-O-B. I thought it was FAB. But yeah, you're right. It's no, FOB. it's FOB. You also thought it was Walk with Juan. Mm, that's a great... The, the computer ones are tough, Simon. F-O-B. Yeah. No, all the computer ones are crazy. What does F-O-B stand for, Kamar? But it's not a FOB isn't a computer thing, is it? 
I think so. It's like ISO. It's like International Standard Optimization or whatever. Like it's going to be something weird, I bet. Are you looking it up? I'm trying to, okay. man. I thought you guys were going to have some friendly banter. Jeremy, with fucking pull that shit up. No, I'm trying to think. FOB. I can't even take a good guess. I don't think it has Frequency. It's definitely free. I'm going to guarantee you it's frequency. frequency yeah. Eh? Optimize button. No. Although I, I don't know. Oh, maybe. Frequency optional button. I do not think it's a. It's an acronym for I sure. I don't think dude. it is. This is not uh, capital. Oh, my God. What's going on here? I'm what on is it. going on here? I'm this on is it. the worst. Uh, Podcasting the origin of the done. term fob, as in key fob, yeah. goes back to either Middle English, fobin, free on board, bay pocket. Stop this. Free on board. Or freight on board. Well, that's the first thing I said, but it's about boats. Who was talking about Wikipedia? Was that somebody this week? But a fucking terrible Wikipedia. Fob oh, yeah. It's it not an uh, acronym. My head just exploded. It was what's his name? I don't get it, though. Fob. There's no fucking way. Anyways, it doesn't matter. What do you, what's next? Come on. Kingston. I just for, forgot to mention I'll be in Kingston this Saturday night at the Riverhead Brewing Company. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, visible metrics versus visible metrics. Frequency operated button. Boom. I was so close. I was so you wrong. Were, I mean, I got frequency. <laughs> you got, you yeah. Get frequency. Yeah, I can't believe it was button. Yeah. Frequency operated button. That makes sense. A fob. So it is a... Uh, is that an anagram? No. Uh, acronym. 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 He, uh, another example, um, Chris Williamson tried to tell Joe about this guy who wrote a book in 30 days that would have taken three years with AI, breaking down all the uh, stats of basketball. Basketball, yeah. And Joe couldn't care less about that. I thought it was so cool. I wish he Joe had to had bring cared. it back again. But you know what was it? I think I missed that part. I don't know if he said the title of the book, but it's this guy there. wrote a book in 30 days using AI, and it's all about basketball stats. Okay, but he used AI to write it. Is that the yeah? He used Ray out, Ray, AI to parse all the things like what the most common name is, hand difference, all the factors. Yeah, he that, had really weird stuff. The most I common see. name in basketball is Christopher because apparently, like waspy middle class people like to name their kids Christopher, and those are the people that are most likely to end up in like D1 ball and potentially end up in... Interesting. Yeah. Because that is the most interesting thing that AI can do is parse through the data. Also, for every inch of height you gain, it was like you made $5 million. Oh, yeah. Your salary doubled. No chance of being... Sorry, that was a chance of being in the NBA doubled for every inch taller you were. Yeah. Like two times, four times. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know because... um, (laughs) This fucking guy. Someone was talking about Todd McCullough. Remember him as a basketball player? I don't Todd remember him, no. McCullough. Todd McCullough. Are you sure he you're pl- saying the right person? He played on Philadelphia with Allen Iverson. Todd McCullough. I do not remember Really him tall yet. white guy. It doesn't matter, but he like got a university, hadn't played basketball. Like They could take huge guys and... Joel Embiid was a make vol- them basketball players. They, you, you don't have to play basketball for me too to be good. Joel Embiid, to be a good center, center, yeah, oh, big guys, only big guys. Joel Embiid wanted to be a volleyball player. They found him playing volleyball in Cameroon. I mean, that's not so crazy. Volleyball, basketball. No, my similar. point is, like Kamar's saying, they this guy had no basketball. He didn't even have a a, a desire to gotcha. play basketball, gotcha. and they were like, "Fuck that." Some sound we fundamentals. Go. We can get you on the court. Probably get you to an all star game. Having things is not fun. Getting things is fun. 
having things. It's a bridge talk. They're talking about Filzerian getting things is fun. I think both those things are fun. But Joseph said, once you can have anything, like it. Yeah, again, that's rich guy talk. I get what he's saying for sure. And that's real rich guy talk too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My, I think that I would like to be to is not look at uh, menu prices. Yeah, I agree. I would like to not look at any prices. Like, imagine going through life and not ever having to worry about a bill, uh, a debt, yeah, uh, fucking anything like that. You know, that is true for you. No, even just like never. Like, imagine being like, "What was the last time you looked at your bank account?" And you could comfortably be like, "I don't know, last year." Right. You know what I mean? Like, you just, I know, like that's the fucking. That's what I'm talking about. That's another metric. But you have that problem when you go to the cash and you don't look at the price. And you find out it's way more than you thought, but you can't just go admit, no, this is too much than I thought it was. I'm, I'm going to put it oh, back. Oh, I do that. You do do that. Yes. I buy it. No. Eat it like, yeah, this is what I was planning to do all no. along. You have that. It's a defect, right? Well, I've only done that once, really. <laughs> and it was a very unique um are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. Are, you, are you looking like at the price every time? Like if I go to Loblaws and I notice that like the raspberries are fifteen seventy five, I fucking tell them I don't want these anymore, you know? But I was in this the, like, the trendy store in New York and we were waiting in this line of like 10 uh, people and I finally got there and the fucking hoodie was $350. I'm buying that fucking hoodie, you know? Three fifty US. It, it was two fifty, I think oh. US. But still, that's like a almost a four hundred dollar. It was hoodie. a cool hoodie, though. It was a cool hoodie, and it was I an all over it. print before all over print was like. It was very cool. Everywhere. Yeah, but I think you and I both know, like a good hoodie. A, the oh no, best it was garbage. Like I ended up gave it, giving it yeah. to Kamara because it, yeah. it was too much for you. It was, it was too, too flashy. Too flashy. But it was a good hoodie. It was. It was. It might be worth that money. But it was just the. You could just say no. no sorry. <laughs> He was buying that hoodie, even, just, even if he didn't like it. It's funny. It is funny about like when we you say there's levels to this. Like even you know, I watch a lot of uh, like soccer podcasts. Um, there's a lot of dudes in the UK that make like ton of money off their soccer podcast, soccer show, soccer, soccer whatever. And like they all wear Stone Island. No, and like I've never seen. It's not Stone Island. Isn't it's it Stone a, Island? No, the no, one no. with the yeah. It's, I had one of those. It's because it's a hooligan brand. It's not. Is it Stone it's Island? Stone Island. Okay, I think. sure. Fine. Let's no, say it's it's rich to close. Yeah. But it's a hooligan brand. That's why it's so popular. No, no, no. I don't think so. A hundred percent. I think it's like a Versace brand. Stop. Yeah. The point is, Kamar is like I've never seen it sold anywhere. Right. Yeah. I've never. Have you ever seen it in a store? No. I, I, the one I got, someone gave to me. Oh, you have some Stone Island. Wow. I, no, I, I I got one in Australia. Like oh, a interesting. Sweater. Okay. Point being. I've never seen it sold anywhere, which means it's not sold anywhere that I shop. I did the other day just because out of, I was like, you know what? I'm 41. I've seen so many people wearing this. I need to look up like how much it is. It's exceedingly expensive clothing. Like it's fucking. Because there's levels to this. No. And even then, then you look at like someone, dude, someone the other day posted an Instagram video where they were like, this is all of the jewelry Blake Lively was wearing at the Super Bowl. And I was like, I don't even know why I care about this. And then they started flashing the price of all of it. And dude, I was like, it's just insane that someone's walking around with like $400,000 worth of fucking jewelry. It's more insane to me because ever since I got my ears pierced, I went to look at earrings. Yeah. Like, like fuck, I'm, I'm, I, I'm an asshole, but I'm going to get diamond earrings. You know, yeah. just no, that's be expensive. subtle. 
And the thing that looks like a chip that fell on the floor, a chip off a, a piece of something, is like $700. Yeah, diamonds are expensive, it's, bro. It's ridiculous. But then when I watched the panel at the All-Star game, and they all have these baguettes, which you know are not cubic zirconium, like pulling the earlobes Sorconium. down. Zirconium. <laughs> uh, so. No. Yeah. Sorry, go, go ahead. No, no, please. Stone Island. Yeah. I watched this whole thing on it. Okay. It well, you is, knew what it was the whole time. Hooligans. It, it is from hooligans. And it is oh, that's Stone what they wore. They made it cool. Okay. Like that, that's why everybody wants to wear it. Because those were the one, the people who were wearing it. The like. Either um, way, what I meant was now it is a high class brand. It's that a is British brand. Fuck. Like, it's a, like, it is Stone Island, right? Stone Island. Yeah. Stone Island. It's got that like. Yeah, the almost like a compass yeah. type, yeah. but it's a patch that sticks yeah. on other. Yeah, uh, Burberry. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's not like. Anyways, okay. Anyways, it's fine. The point being, though, is you know, like y- you meet someone who you're like, oh, they have like somewhat expensive taste, and then you meet someone who has actual expensive taste, you know, and you're like, oh, that that Burberry scarf was five hundred dollars, that sort of thing, and you're like, fuck, man, I just throw away items almost. Like, yeah. Not- it's just nuts how much money some people have and how jealous I am of them. It, what a great feeling it must be to just walk around rich. Um, the- and again, I don't like care about your scarf. I don't care. No, no, I don't. I want shit. what we talked about to not yeah, have the freedom. to look at my yeah, bank 100%, account. Yeah. And, I've, and that makes me jealous of other people. But like I don't Simon- care about whether you have a car or you have this. That. I don't care because we probably don't want the same things anyways, you know? So, I mean, you don't go on vacation, so you don't really understand. I'm sure you used to understand the feeling, but like when you go on vacation, you spend like you're rich. Like money almost doesn't matter. You know what I mean? You don't look at, like you just spend. And then you get home and you're like, oh my God, what an asshole I am. But that's how I want to live. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm on vacation yep. all the time. That like just be, like That would be nice. It will be nice. I'm never going to be rich, Corn. Well, I think you should put some affirmation uh, vision board somewhere, somewhere subtle. Just help you get along the way. You're going to be, trust me. Uh, mob job. I always wanted a mob job. Yeah, one of those no-show jobs. Yeah, <laughs> those no-show no show fucking jobs. carpenter uh, jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess I could go with a good no-show yeah, job. Yeah, fucking that'd be and great. And I might work on the side or something. Yeah, no-show plumber job. I'm, I'm so down for that. And I may work on the side. <laughs> it's like universal basic income. If I can get that no-show job, it's really going to open me up to do things that I would never do, like my art yeah. and uh, pottery, of course. So going on the page. road. <laughs> I love that some dick turned around and turned. Uh, into being solo poly <laughs> i say don't judge me this is what this is my truth as who i am what i identify as so you, you what are you talking about do you know what he's talking no. about it means you just fuck everybody oh yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> so, so goes, you want to sell down i would but i'm solo poly it's but it's my truth yeah it's my choice it's my choice it, it, what is solo poly so poly amory is having sex with lots of people yeah and solo is being single so you're just out there fucking the whole field that's what you're saying. Solo polyamory. No, solo solo poly. polyamory would be the full thing. But if you, you want to shorten it, you don't yeah. solo polo solo poly solo poly. So you're by yourself having polyamory with nobody. Like I'm confused. No, your solo, solo is single. You're, a fuck you're boy. single. It's, it's just it's just, it's just yeah. a, like a, a cool way to say you're a fuckboy. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Okay. He's just trying to put a scientific term mm-hmm. on playing the yes, field. Yes, gotcha. I'm so sorry. No, I really okay. uh, stepped, stepped on, on that one. That's bit. okay. Yeah. That's okay. It I happens. didn't realize it was it was so bit bitty that I didn't think it could possibly be a bit. You, you mean you stepped on Chris Williamson's bit? Because I'm just repeating what he said, and he said it in a joking way too. So 
way to disrespect the gifts. Oh, I'm sure he's out there slaying pussy. Do you feel like the what? Sorry, the gifts. <laughs> gifts. I don't know the what gifts, gifts are. The gifts. It's so bad we're trying to be dismissive of someone and you can't you fuck it, it up. <laughs> you dumb friggin' Couple it. of fucking oh. gifts. Could someone redo a Rambo? Because uh, I'd love Rambo. First Blood. I haven't seen Rambo in probably like twenty years, and what is it good? Like when was it would the last still be good because there's no CGI and there's no special effects. It's just in the woods. Like, why couldn't you? I guess you'd be like, wouldn't they have cell phones? Like communication. I just don't think any of that needs to be like. I don't think we need Rambo to be remade. Like, I don't know if you saw this. They did remake Rambo, didn't they? With Rambo? Yeah. (laughs) No, it circles back to these guys out there. Survivalists, secret agents, because that you didn't know what a Green Bay Marine was before that. But <laughs> meal team six, get out of here! Um, it's just leaving letters out of words now. The Green Bay, Green you know Bay. the great Green Bays. They're Beyonce's. Chris Williamson tries to wax poetic and is like, "My friend was on mushrooms and came up with the most interesting question: Does the world love me for who I am, or who does the world love me for what I do?" And Joe goes, well, that's sort of a stupid question. Like, the word, he's like, he's on mushrooms. It's just, uh, sometimes I feel like he's not listening at all. Or neither. They can love you for neither. Why do you think <laughs> not the world loves you? Not who you are, nor what you do. just about, yeah. Well, I, or hate you for who you are or what you do. Or neither. You just are or the neither. unknown soldier. I saw a guy whip up some mushroom gummies today. Mm-hmm. You, you could do it with weed or whatever, and it is... It's almost like they built a machine to do it. I saw a guy whip up some mushroom guns. What do you mean by whip up? It's an, yeah, inf- and it's an infuser. Do you okay. mean like on a video or? On a video, yeah. Okay. There's a machine you can buy and there's the packet of gelatins you can buy mm-hmm. and it does it all. All you got to do is pour out what it does and you can do it with weed or um, mushrooms. And it blew my mind. So You're forgetting s- that I used to make like. I know. And this would make that job so much easier. Mm-hmm. I I often I th- use... All I thought about was you watching this. <laughs> like, hey, man, you can just get this. Like, I don't do that anymore, yeah. Spider. <laughs> get your side box. I often use you as a, um, like a cautionary tale. It's just some guy making Where it in I his say, kitchen. You could, if you want, just some guy, <laughs> okay. you know. In it, I watched the guy put his hands down his pants and then make the gummies. Like, that's the if that's the kind of shit you want, then if you, yeah, if you, you want keep that going Pyrex lifestyle, murder. I get it, but... Um, <laughs> For what that you did, I was like, I would love to do that, but I would never do that. This, I would love to do. This was this was just too easy. Anyways, uh, Chris Williamson, better interviewer than interviewee. Yeah. When it's Joe Rogan, and it might be because of Alpha. I don't know. I love the guy, and I give it two and a half. I can't believe you don't see this whole fucking... Anyways, doesn't matter. I give this one a three. I give it a three. Excellent. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to pay a bill, and we will be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Gang, when you talk about relationships, oftentimes you'll hear people say, oh, you know, they seem so happy, they make it look so easy. And oftentimes that is just not the case. But every relationship takes work, a lot of work. It's never any shortage of work. You always have to be working at it because you're always growing. You're constantly growing person you're with is constantly growing, constantly changing, and you have to learn to change with each other and accept the changes that you both want to make. Trust, of course, is the most important thing, and learning how to talk to your partner 
um, and building that trust is paramount above all. And I find that therapy can help you learn to communicate better. And the better you are at communicating, the more open you can be with your partner, the less secrets, just the better off you'll be. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash J-R-E-E today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. And we're back. We're back. Thank you so much to BetterHelp. Kamar, name and a number. 2102. William Stoll. Is that your British accent again? He pulls out his <laughs> Not going to get caught twice. <laughs> an upper decker. And he's written a book called The Status Game. You know what's weird? Go on. For just before we jump into this. Um, he drank the Kool-Aid. That expression mm-hmm. comes from a guy killing tons of people. He drank his own Kool-Aid. That yeah. expression, yeah. right? Um, I bet most people don't know that when they say that. You know what I'm saying? You think? Jonestown Massacre? Yeah. Like, it's very, like, callous when you think about how that's become just part of, like, the English dialect, you know? And it's usually American done It's usually done in a condescending way, too. He drank his own Kool-Aid. Well, I mean, it's not a... Yeah, you're not blowing somebody's praises when you say that. Yeah, as you shouldn't be. I guess not. That's true. I guess it would be worse if you were. Yeah. Anyways, I was thinking about that the other day. Great thought, Simon. Thanks, man. I gotta fix this little side table. Chico's on. It's rocking like a maniac. Go ahead, Kamar. So, status is an imaginary asset. Was his sort of. Um, this is an imaginary asset. I mean, most things are imaginary assets if you really break it down. What do you mean? Most assets are tangible. Yeah, but the, if it all falls apart, money's useless. All the shit you own is status pretty useless. Still, the status oh, still has I value. See. Well, the, it's built by society. Yeah, well, so status Worth is also built, built by, by society, is my point. Yeah, but status has no tangible worth per se. Like, you can be a um, the priest of your congregation and still not make very much money. Sure, but, but if you're the high status. But if I you're know, the best carpenter you, in the world, like that has some status and monetary reward. Yeah, right. But if, if, if you do something bad, then your status would go down. Yeah, if you built a, a it, house. It, it's, that, this, it's this. If you fuck the kid in the priests. It's uh, almost like. Take it to, to the deepest. The ego's personal <laughs> um, social media. Because that's what he goes on to say is that um, social media on phones has turned into little slot machines for status. And we can get status online. A lot, because it's either um, taken by power or by act. I think that's what he said. So uh, did he define status? Well, for first, he said um, status, I believe. Well, yes, he's British. Um, 
This was actually a really intense The podcast. relative, social, professional, or other standing of someone or something, an improvement in the status of women, or two, the position of affairs at a particular time, especially in political or commercial contexts, an update on the status of the bill. Did you just give us the definition of status? I did, yeah. Thank you. And he, and he has a good way about them. Um, they were talking about how actors, that's a pretty high status. But you remember in um, Tropic Thunder? Yeah. When uh, he's having a breakdown and he's going through all the characters, uh, Dowdy Jr.? I don't remember that part. No, no. all the characters. Do you remember in uh, Terminator, when Terminator 2, when the, the molten Terminator is dying and is going to all the characters that it... Yes, yeah. Okay. So all actors have all this in them. All these different characters. This monthly, when I was this character, and depending how deep you get into it, a la uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> okay. Well, he's one of those guys yeah, that was... Character actor. The yeah. whole thing on yeah. it. And he quit acting. But they, they, they just must be like functioning um what's multiple personality multiple personality multiple functioning multiple multiple personalities uh, i don't know it'd be interesting to talk to an actor i mean i think that. it depends on the actor it depends on the role like you know ashton kutcher and dude where's my car probably isn't like you, you know what i mean like it, yeah, how much you get into those well, kamar like what about chip chipperson chip chipperson the, um, so yeah, so Jim Norton is doesn't like know where he ends and they begin. Okay, so that, but you, you get what I'm saying. Like if you if you have a character that becomes wildly popular, um, is that character part of you? Then is that what you're saying? Yeah. Were, the, were they always a part of you? Uh, Eminem, Marshall Mathers. Well, that's a little different than you being an actor and having like every role you play take up space inside you, like. But even then, what if you like? What if you had a long television career playing the same character? So, like, yeah. let's say uh, Joey on Friends. Sure, and then you go on to have you know you go on to have a successful movie career where you play I don't know fifteen different characters. Jack like, Reacher. Yeah, I'm sure Joey is the easiest for you to get back to, right? Given that you played it the uh-huh, longest for the uh-huh, most amount of time. Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm just not. What are we? What are we debating here? I have no idea. We're not debating. We're just okay. discussing <clears throat> status. Because oh, um, <laughs> I'm so fucking lost. But these actors, like, maybe they have to be vapid that they don't even care. They're just cast perfectly. And they're like, just, just act like yourself. There's no background to this. Just say these lines and you'll do it. And they do do it. And then they forget it. They no, no I think, connection to the I don't character. think, no. I don't, I don't think so. I wonder. Most actors don't go out hoping to play themselves. Unless you're Ashton Kutcher and dude, where's my car? Sure. Pazinga! But the thing is, we have to we have to mimic what we see uh. as being done. And then uh, Joe added an example of everyone said in uh, I think it was in Houston said stop being Hicks because so many people are trying to be that character. Bill Hicks. Oh, Bill. Bill Hicks, Hicks. dude. I got you. I'm on it. <laughs> and then he, I, I got you. Then, then he brought up uh, Dennis Leary, and yeah. Joe's like, "No, we're not going to talk about that at all." Yeah, that was so, interesting. So we, and I thought that was sort of like a professional courtesy. Yeah, on Joe's part about Definitely. what that Dennis Leary stole jokes. Like, what are or we Bill talking Hicks about? Bill Hicks persona here? or everything. 
some people think he was Bill Hicks. No. What's that? Uh, Are you talking about a conspiracy? Yeah, that Bill Hicks is Sam who? Kinison? No. Uh, no. Uh, oh, is uh, Tim Jim Dillon. Carrey. Jim Carrey. No, no, no. That Bill Hicks is uh, actually, what's his name there? Alex Jones. Oh, that's hilarious. That's, uh, I like that. That's the conspiracy theory. Yes. Okay, I remember that's who it is. I like you know Kamar's thinking because he closes his no, eyes I'll, real tight. And I, like... I can't believe how interesting this podcast was. We got lost. <laughs> <laughs> the minutia. Oh, Melanta. Status happened around the times when the hippies, there was no, it wasn't, he, he suggested that celebrity and fame and stat wasn't uh, a thing. People lived normal lives and other people were their heroes, their rock stars, whatever. And then around the time when the CIA used Manson, he, and it's so weird looking back at now, but to total discredit a whole movement. I'm trying to think of a modern day thing that would happen where something would be, seem good and this gets tied to this and like, oh, that whole thing gets tainted. No. Okay. Yeah, no, it happens all the time and it's crazy. And I agree with you. And he said also, which I don't know about, but you know Petro-Canada yeah, used to be national. No, like, it used to be a crown corporation. It used to be a, so it was a government it's company. Petro-Canada, yeah. And okay. something happened in the 70s where all resources, they're like, no, no, it's better. And I think it was... People were worried about government co corruption. If you have them controlling the gas, this yeah. big, they're going to fuck it up. But I mean, are there even crown corporations left in not certain countries? There are no here. No here. I don't think there are. Like RBC is no longer a crown corporation. Yeah, the post office no, maybe, which is losing money now. No, but that's, that's a government. That's, a that's, government that's different. Body. I'm not that's talking not about that. A, yeah. What I'm talking about is a crown corporation, a corporation that the government set up specifically to ensure that the monopolies CB, the were CBC. No, that's again the Canadian. I'm pretty sure that would fall under the, a government run. I don't think we know exactly right, what a maybe. crown corporation is, but it, it, I this, just explained it. The same could be said for. Oh my god, that's the fucking most hilarious segue to move on. <laughs> it's fine. I get it. Go yeah. on. You okay there, bud? No, he's yeah, closing no, his eyes there's, thinking there's again. I think he's taking a shit. No, you gotta, he's got to download. You can Venezuela, tell <laughs> Venezuela has a government, like it's nationalized resources. Okay. Just, there are other examples of, um, I mean, they privatize in all of North America for some reason. Like there's not uh, the federal oil company. I don't know what happened, why that, that swing came. But that, that was something he said happened. And we went from uh, fuck the man to greed is good. But Petro Canada didn't nationalize gas. They just set up, like I said, they just set up a company that would compete Keep with the gas companies, honest. so that they had to. Because listen, if a, if if you sell gas and a guy moves into town and he's selling gas for ten cents cheaper, he's going to put you out of business fucking quickly. So everyone had to act appropriately. The, Air Canada, I, the idea is actually pretty sound, and the fact that they're gone worries me. Yeah, that's why I just mentioned it. Right? Yeah. Like, if that really is the point of a crown corporation is there to keep the then right now, 60 of the them market should exist. honest, where, why did they leave? Obviously, because the government's best interest was to keep the market dishonest? No, I think we can all agree that it probably left because the government can't run a business to save their fucking life. 
a very successful business that always has the bottom price. Like someone like, might have pulled the curtain like over no everyone's year uh, eyes in the seventies. Who knows? I know I don't. I, I I don't know someone. I don't have the answer. I think the answer is pretty self-evident. What? Like you would think if a crown corporations should exist in this country, then there would be a cell phone provider called like Tel Canada. That's the one crown corporation and, I think should exist. And you would immediately be like, why am I all of a sudden paying $10 a month for the internet and it, $10 for my cell phone? It must be like, that the government gets tremendous kickbacks from these companies to sure, make it right in money their best if I had interest to not to run these companies anymore. Or they're rife with in, uh, corruption and incompetence and would fuck it up. They can't trust themselves. To but I want to dig into so this powerful. too. Now I have to spend my week digging into this bullshit. Why did the crown corporations all Why that privatize? Happened at that time because Air Canada. That was also right. Yeah, but was that not a crown well, corporation? It still yeah, is anything that had Canada next to it was most likely a crown corporation. Yeah. Anyways, go on. Come on. Most people want to work to to make the world a better place. Like whatever I I don't want to take away. From uh, this great experience we're having, there are obviously people that don't. No, what I'm trying to say is like I think that's an altruistic way of looking at things. But I think most people go to their job and like I don't think most people leave work every day like, oh man, I made the world a better place today. Via rail, that's another one. But who were they competing? No, with? CN Rail, I think, was another one. Mm. Interesting. It was a monopoly thing. This is a thing to research, and maybe a documentary for AI. <laughs> not for me that's for sure then we talked about how um positions and acts of companies is swayed by the shareholder and joseph suggested what if all companies were just private you just had to be successful you couldn't get a bunch of money based on a bunch of money you're gonna make and then potentially fuck it up i mean listen the stock market is um a problem. Didn't sure. we talk about this last week? Well, you'll talk I about it till the day you die because it's these weird things that make the world go around that you'd like, I don't understand. One week is up, one week is down. My life doesn't change much. I saw this comedian the other day who was like, he's like, we have all these things that we created that like make or break the world. And he's like, he's like, the other day I was watching the news and they were like, the stock market's crashing. It's down. It's down. And he goes, I don't know if you know this, but he goes, they just turn that fucking thing off every day at 4.30. He goes, it just turns off. He goes, it doesn't even run on the weekends. Doesn't even run he on goes, the weekends. He goes, oh my God, it's going to crash. He goes, don't turn it back on. Leave it off. And I just thought about that. I was like, fuck, that's, that really is. Sounds like, like Nathan McIntosh. We, we have created all these things that like do, like they say for every percent that the S&P 500 goes down, it equates to like 50,000 deaths in the States or something. Like that's something we made. It's insane. And then you hear about these things like the uh, GameStop. Like I was watching this thing. You saw the, the one on dude. Where these people are, you know, they're holding and they're doing the exact right thing to beat the fucking system. And they just cheat. And nobody oh, did you seems watch that movie? to give a fuck about it. No. In, at all. Right. Yeah. Like all those people just are shit Me. out of luck. I got cheated. Did you watch the movie? Yeah. You got cheated. Yeah. You had like, I money. had, yeah. yeah. But not like these guys. It wasn't no, no, listen. To the same extent. I sold, I, I sold on the way down and I still made money. But my point is, is, I, listen, Simon, I also truly believe, I, I genuinely believe that if they hadn't done what they had did, um, it might have 
truly ruined the U.S. economy. Really, eh? Yeah. I believe those guys were so deep into this that, like, you're you're forgetting that those hedge funds, you're talking about, like, everyone's retirement fund. Yeah. So, like, yeah, a few people would get exceedingly rich. Like, a few of these hodl bros would get super rich. I would have made a bunch of money. Was Citadel tied in... Or was any of this tied into Sam Bankman Freed? Was there any overlap I don't believe there? so, no, but I, I'm not They were just two separate uh, yeah. scams. I, you're forgetting that, that the market in general at the time was going fucking bananas, crypto right, yeah. and the market. Yeah. So like everyone was making money left, right, and center. But I actually believe that those guys were so deep into it that they might have... Because think about it. If you lose every retirement fund of... Let's say you lost 90% of the retirement funds in the States... That's a, oof. Yeah, anyways, yeah, crazy. It just, But it just goes to show, like, the whole thing is a fucking joke, right? It's a sham, totally. And I'm never putting money back in the stock market, yeah, ever. That's, that's the lesson to be learned, because the whole thing is a fucking scam. You think it's regulated. I would argue it's, it's a... Matt, you think it's as... I'm sorry, Kamar. You think it's as safe as putting your money in whatever, right? Like, any other investment where... The game isn't rigged. Hold on. I'll back it up. I think the scam is partly this. They want... What they really need you to do is give them your money. They're like, listen, you don't play around in here. This is our This is our game. And so you give us your money and you're going to make 4% less every year. We're going to take that. But you're going to... But we'll guarantee... Because we rigged the game, we're going to guarantee you 4% every year. And we all just go, 4% every year is pretty good. Well, like... The banks. Yeah. Have somebody explain the banks to you. It's just a scam. It doesn't even make any sense. You can't get your money back. Here is better. We have Our banks are far more regulated than the U.S. Come on, you look like you don't it's, want to talk about it's this at just, all. It's just a little more, the stock market is just a little more unfair than the casino at this point, though. I think well, the casino is straight up with you. I know the, the casino just, seems more fair. It's just way more sound fair. to be if you're responsible to invest you, your money in the if casino. If you win, you win. Actually, that's not, <laughs> no, but Listen, when you walk away, you walk away. The difference is this, though, Kamar, is like there have been things proven in the market that if you just invest in those, that over time yep. you will be a winner. So that's not true because at the casino, the longer you stay there, you'll lose 100%. You are guaranteed to lose. If you sit, so the casino's slightly more volatile than the stock market. Citadel yeah. was that the was it the crypto market? No, no it was the no, normal Citadel, stock market. Yeah. It was GameStop. It was yeah. the normal stock market. Yeah. So why isn't there a regular regular regulatory body that steps in and makes everybody whole again? Who's going to be well? The, you, the government, like this, is a regulated thing. The stock market. It's not the fucking wild west like the crypto market. There are rules and regulations in place. How are they able to get away with this? Simon, you're also like you're 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 asking all the wrong questions, I think. Like, how about this? Ooh. Why is it that the second this thing happened, the only person that got sued right off the rip was uh Roaring Kitty, Keith Gill. Right. Who did he get sued by? There was a massive class action lawsuit against him. I don't know who by. That's but think about that. A guy who goes out and just quietly on his on his YouTube channel is like, I really like the stock. Yeah. I'm into the stock. Here's why I'm into the stock. I've done all the research. And he immediately gets sued. Not like you're saying, the FCC doesn't go after Citadel or any of the fucking big players. No one gets fined. Nothing happens. Robin Hood's still in business, I believe. 
This, that's crazy. Anyways, okay, I'm sorry. We got off topic here. Um, he told a wicked story about Steve Jobs at a barbecue, and that's the catalyst for the iPhone. Yeah. Because some Microsoft guy gave him a false compliment or something, and he's like, fuck that guy, went to the office, and one moment... Whipped up all his employees. <laughs> and get you a lot of status. And I also thought it was interesting that Larry King, they could detect when he felt he had higher status than the guest. Yeah, that's so interesting. Well, and, that's, and it's with you too. Like you would talk to someone you really respected who had a higher status. And you'd, well, Joe Rogan is the perfect example, right? Like depending on who he has on. Yeah. And really get, changes the podcast because of the status shift. But 100%. does that get, yeah. does 100%. that, is he going to have more status than anyone? Who, Joe? And so he'll only talk in a way. That's very interesting. It's like when What's-His-Name comes on and tries to put his feet on the desk. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, and then he said it was concerning with people trying to erase uh, the status of uh, straight white men. And that seems sort of like his uh, right-wing slant to it. But it is true. Like, we... Um, we used it, to have all the status, and now we have none of the status. Yeah, what's going on, America? <laughs> well, we, he says that you, you just, you're not supposed to do that. Like back to, um, I can't. Well, he said you don't saying. erase a people. That's what that was. That was his exact quote, wasn't it? You, well, yeah. You, it, it's not how this works. Like status would have to be something uh, programmed in by uh, the uh, simulation, AI, or AI. Is that what you mean? Um. Did you? I, like, I love the follow-up question. He just yeah. Well, he's, he's already on to the next thing. <laughs> There's no follow-up question. What? I just, I, I thought I was being cheeky. No, you're very cheeky. Because he can't erase the straight white men. Yeah. Like the whole reason for the book is this fascinating looking at people and status. And it's all to just prove his point. <laughs> yeah. That well, nobody I'm, listens to uh, him uh, anymore. Well, no, <laughs> no, he, this guy is really, really interesting. Oh, take it easy there, man. He's not what, your dad. Was, have you ever heard that before, Maybe though? He the is. um The AI translation of Hitler? Yeah, yeah. Um, in English? It's crazy. And it, you, you can see exactly how it's like rabble-rousing and like persuasive speech. No, but it is interesting that like, yes, he was making some, at one point, about killing all the Jews, but mostly it was about like, Germany had been treated so badly after World War One. Well, yeah, you can't open with kill the Jews. You got to get them, get I, I, the people behind you, and then cough it out at the end. Anyways, they th- we're going to get Germany back and kill the Jews. for uh, a person to point out that their status had been taken away, which seems very similar to what's going on in the United States right now. No, like I'm surprised neither of them made the correlation there. That was Trump's whole thing. That's what he ran well, on. It, right? it, it's happening as we speak. And no matter what they do to his status, it's a holding, which that's probably the most interesting part about that. Did you see his shoe drop? His shoe drop? Donald Trump. Yeah. There goes the post, what? Joe, the show we do What's directly after drop? this episode. Oh, he dropped. Uh, he was at Philadelphia Sneaker oh, oh, Con I, this weekend. I, yeah, my son showed and me. And he dropped last a, sh- night. a yeah. fucking fire shoe, $400 a retail. Fire shoe. <laughs> no, eh? it's ugly as sin, it's obviously. So <laughs> fucking dumb. I can't believe he did that. Dude, he's a man of the people. He's What's going wrong with to you? run for a man. Literally, well, he's going to run just in those. wearing red hats and fucking gold shoes. You want to hear something really interesting? I've been looking at some stuff to do with um, the Mandela effect 
lately. Yeah. Did I you love talk it. about the Mandela effect last week, Kumar? I did two weeks you ago. Did? I did, yeah. Um what did you say about it? I brought up that uh that, that girl was convinced about the fruit of the loom um cornucopia and that so, she eventually found the cornucopia. Yeah, okay, so I saw that too. Yeah. And I also saw one where uh, they find a Monopoly Junior game, mm-hmm. and it has Mister Fucking Pennybags with a monocle. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know, man. So maybe it's just like. I mean, listen, hold on. That's a good. That's a good point, Kamar. You said you were watching a show called Milf Island. No, Milf Mansion. Okay, that's actually get it right. No, no, that's actually perfect because. We just started rewatching Thirty Rock, hence the and that's on there, right? Dude, Liz Lemon pitches yeah Milf Milf Island to uh, Donahue as like a I joke. I remember that. Yeah, and I was watching it last night, and I was like, dude, is this fucking crazy that in twenty years we've like it? You know how it's like a like art imitates life or whatever that whole thing. Like yep. I think it used to take it was a longer string. Well, yeah, because like, things just moved slower. Yeah, now it's. It happens so fast that like you can actually watch it happen. Like it's not like watching a plant grow where like you don't get to see the tree. It just now like you come out in the morning and there's a fucking tree there. It's just a snake eating its tail. That would be weird. Wouldn't it? If trees just appeared. Be sick. And disappeared. They were dimensional. It just showed up someplace and gets some nutrients and I I gotta go. She took that real far, but okay. Um but I wonder, uh so I know nothing about history. And I hate that I was always like bored by my friends who are obsessed with it. But so Germany lost the war and was fucked. Now, whatever they did to rebuild, if that exists dis- despite not having to hate the Jews, like if that was the major thing, they must have done something. Whatever practices they put in to rebuild from being destroyed to become this, you know, can you only happen if you, you eradicate the Jews? What can what only happen? What are you talking about? Them rebuild Germany and just be great after having its ass kicked. Like, well, they're you got to realize they're very industrious people. The if, Germans, they if, always you, have. Been. Ukraine would want to have to look at their plan, except for the the part about killing the Jews to rebuild. Like they must have done a bunch of things right. Do you hear what I'm saying? Well, because they, so you're saying because well, well, and I but think what did you want to happen? Drives a lot of that. So, too, which okay, is not a great what thing. is that? What it was is they they whipped their country back into shape by making it just become a war machine. No, or did they, they build roads? I'm pretty they build sure factories they were the industrious. I'm almost certain they didn't have a an army for like a decade plus, if I'm not mistaken. But that's possible. That I'm might almost, have been one of these. So maybe during that time, they just rebuilt and rebuilt and rebuilt. Like, is there a plan or a blueprint that uh, people can do? To, but they were, Matt's right. Like, they were just ahead of everybody and everything. The rockets, yeah, were, the agriculture. Dude, their engineering the, like, is like second yeah. to none. It's still to this day is, but that's why they rebuilt so quickly. German engineering and ingenuity. Keep in mind, too, they killed, they, their whole thing was like, we're getting rid of the Nazis. Or we're keeping some, too. <laughs> we're keeping some too, I guess. What do you mean? Well, I'm saying it's not like they wiped out the whole country. Why? You, uh, oh, at the end to, of what World I'm saying War to rebuild. What I'm saying to rebuild. They didn't just exterminate all Germans and then say. No, he's talking about between World War One and World War Two. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Sorry, gotcha. Like, so I thought after he was World the War One, yeah, they lost de- the devastated. war. Yeah. they get all these reprimands. Put no, so on then them. they're just rebuilding their army. So then they're because then they're also not allowed to have an army. I imagine for a while that must have been one of the deals they made at like uh, Versailles or what not 
but I don't whatever know. it was. Again, I don't know anything about history. I'm pretty sure that after the Second World War, they the treaty they signed said they wouldn't have an air force for like 20 years. I mean, they that were- sounds about right. Anyways. And then he talked about he went on a the Nazi holiday with a bunch of Nazis. Like they were quite nice. <laughs> and he oh. he was he was embedded and he asked the guy um questions and the guy got annoyed that he was getting pressed and the other Nazis asked the questions on his behalf. They wanted to get a good interview because they were I don't know. Sorry, I want to just go backwards for a second because we were talking about this whole Hitler thing because of the voice translations. Yes, the AI, so, yeah. Just like all the history we know, we take a lot for granted. But I wonder if you go back and now, like, now that you can just translate anything into your language, if you could go back and actually learn some of the, like, you know what I mean? Maybe you go and listen to, like, some of, uh, Trotsky's speeches and they're just like insane and we would never know because we only get the but how do you know the AI doesn't have parameters yeah I mean you don't that's the big problem maybe it's actually translating it to shit he's not even saying saying. exactly yikes like they can rewrite history that way a lot easier what was Stalin saying here oh death to America Mm -hmm. in reality he's like I actually think we should all live together in harmony you know what I mean he was a really bad yes I know he was my point though is like you can change that really easily with AI and Jesus there's no uh, no hope no there's plenty of hope there is sort of UBI now though universal basic income for how uh, how so immigrants oh here we go poor people I do have to say though I he's on a floor level Simon I did I watched what I would consider non-biased media. Okay. What was it? Andrew Callahan. Okay. So he went down to the border and did like a huge... He ended up getting arrested. That was crazy. That was crazy. With the coyotes. So what yeah. did you find out? Well, because I, I, I was always like, there's no way they're just getting $3,000 in a phone. That sounds absolutely yeah. fucking... Yeah. That sounds like lunacy. Okay. So is it true? It sounds like it's true. Yeah. Really? Eh? They all, apparently they're all trained on what to say when they get there. They're all very orderly. Like they just walk across the border. They go right to this place where they know they can get asylum. They say exactly this thing. The reason they're given the phone is because the U.S. government needs to be able to call them for their court date. So the idea is you don't just have an undocumented. Well, why not just give them an old school pager then? And when that pages, you have to show up. Oh, I like that. It's like yeah, the thing like you that. get at the That's bagel shop compromise. to tell you that your BLT is ready. Yeah. And I think the $3,000, I, I believe the idea behind it is, and I'm not saying I'm for or against, I just, I believe the idea behind it is you don't, you can't just put a bunch of like vagrants out on the street. You might as well, you're probably better to give them a little bit of something. And then. And then Abbott is literally sending them on buses to New York and that Chicago. That is insane. That's insane. So listen, I don't know if this is true, okay? Because okay. I'm going to tell you right away, I saw it on YouTube Shorts. So right away, it's questionable. Red you flag, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Also, it was that woman, Megan, with the long blonde hair. She used to be on like some mainstream show. Megan Kelly? The- Megan Kelly. Yeah, that so sounds hot. about right. Okay, so hot. so right away now too, there may be a slant on this piece. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I'm just saying. You just I found out about sarcasm. Okay. Um, they she shows this guy at the border. Yeah. Coming in, and he says, "You don't know me, 
or you will know me or something. And then it ends up being like a terrorist, a legitimate terrorist from Iran. And her whole point is like, does that guy look like he's Mexican to you? Like, obviously, oh, Simon, more people than just Mexicans are coming through that border. The people are now using it as a Andrew Callahan. I don't think he interviews one Mexican person. Oh, really? Every half the people he interviews are from Africa. So fucking interesting. You see, Simon, so, he, he, here's so what's crazy to me. Like, I'm not trying to be, this, this is a problem, right? For, Obviously. For America. Yeah. Well, for everybody, like. Well, th- no, the problem is it's not seen as a problem by half the people. Our borders are open too, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyways, go on. Sorry, Matt. I, I mean, listen. Well, you. Let, what were you going to say? Let's back up. Like, it, having people having people that want to come here to make a better life is not a terrible thing. Nope. We can't just sit here and be like, no, but there's a process, right? Like you can't just Simon in certain cases, the process can take up to 12 years. So if you're from a war torn country, I'm just, I'm just trying to make the case for certain people saying you don't have 12 years, right? If you want to do it legit. Yeah. The idea that they're coming here to take the best jobs also probably crazy, right? Yeah. Agreed. It's gotta be the status of America that makes them like, it is. You have if the you best country, the war in the world. country. There's a bunch of countries you could choose from. Here's what's crazy to me, though, is everyone that's everyone that's interviewed. He's like, "How much did this cost you?" And they're all like, they all say somewhere between like five and ten thousand yes, U.S. Because the cartel is making no, the most I, money. I get that. That's not lost on me. But I'm just like, what's crazy is I'm like, how is it possible that you live in like this quote unquote terrible place? And you got together ten thousand dollars US. All the like, money you have this is your dream well, they shot. They sell everything. I'm they just saying, dude. It would take me fucking holy fuck. No, but I don't. I think it would take you to do that as a safety net. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Like I get. I understand. I'm just saying it's. And that, amount, that at least that's more. Admirable, no, no, no. But like if you had to leave, you know what I mean? Yeah, I you and had to sell TV, everything. Yeah, 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 I get boom, it. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. Like you'd make a lot of money. It was just Simon. It was very eye opening. He did. It's crazy too because he then goes to Mexico. And he meets a coyote, probably the worst coyote ever, too, might I add. And he's like, "Take me across the border," and they end up getting he ends up getting arrested. Like it, it's it it's weird how many people get through considering how quickly he got picked up. It's real though. It makes it, me it, feel boots on the ground. Real. It makes me feel then that like something like that terrorist guy coming through is true. You know what I mean? Could like, be. Could be true. What kind of background checks are they doing on these people as they're coming through the border? Well, no, but that's the interesting thing too. You say because Andrew Callahan shows the whole process, and there's very few people that are getting through undocumented. What I mean is, there's a there's a, a U.S. border agent with a cell phone, and he's taking a photo of everyone's passport. It, and like, if you don't have a passport, there's a special line you got to go to. You got to go deal with extra shit. It looked like this is the thing. I was torn because I was like, it's crazy that they're just giving out three grand in a cell phone to anyone walking over the border. So it's not anyone walking over the border. Then it's people who have the proper credentials once they get there. I mean, yes and no. Like it's uh, like if you're from Sweden and you just walk over that border and you're. <laughs> Like and you have a passport? Are they going to give you three grand in a cell I, no, phone? I are you just going to have a great I bet, vacation? I bet you they give you more. Like, that's <laughs> just what you do: is you have them drop you actually, off in fucking Mexico City, no, and no. you just fucking walk across yeah. the bridge. Why are we not setting this up? I've been this ignorant like, because we've heard Tijuana about this. Tijuana starts every vacation, <laughs> and then six or seven years ago, this is what everyone was talking about. Especially Tim Pool. Tim Pool made his bones on um, covering the problem with immigration in Sweden and Germany. It was like six or seven years ago. And well, I'm sure they got more from those socialists 
style leading countries than America is. That was Trump's whole thing. Build the wall. Well, there still is a wall. I can't believe you said that. But it is. It was his whole thing. Build the wall and drain the swamp. Those were his two. Orders are weird. He didn't do either. (laughs) Make America great again. Those three things. So again, this was a fascinating discussion with Will Storr. And Joe, I think, really heard it because he brought up uh, the song Just to Get a Rep. It was one of the best rap songs ever. And in that, just think about it, all rap music is, is talking about status. Yeah. 100% it's detailing status. It's I don't know, but I, I'm not going to say 100%, but I will, I'll agree with 100%. you. It's 90 to 90. Of all musics? Oh, the most. Yeah, of yeah. There's no music. All music's pale oh, in no, comparison. There could be some rock music that could be about status. But it's mostly sex status. My big dick, I fuck a lot of girls. I'm just trying to think, is is status a common theme with all music or just predominantly with rap music? No, rap rap music. But but uh, listen, we're conspiratorial. You could argue that rap was pushed in that direction. Would you not? Because I would say Nirvana was like anti-status music. Because if you go back to the early days of rap, like a hip hop, a hippie, a hippie, that was not that. That I'm wasn't the best status. No, it's gangster rap. That no, no, that's still status. I'm the vibe. We could do the okay. Thing. A little bit. Yeah, I'm a good rapper, but that's like fun-hearted. Gangster rap started the. Uh, yeah, I would say that thing. a lot of it. A lot of it. Because then you started getting status for who you killed and this how is much how clout the story you goes. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. very, very interesting. interesting that, uh, and in all discussions after this one, status kept coming up, or the idea of it, because. Like, this guy definitely knows his facts. Well, status is everything right now, right? Like with the internet, with fucking people liking your posts and all of that. Like we've come to the culmination of status, right? Well, look, we just saw we just saw the Super Bowl. It within like two weeks, we saw the Super Bowl and then the NBA All Star Games. You could argue that those are two of like the like go to status hot ticket. Yeah. Like, look at me courtside yeah. here with these people once you have that chip in you kamar the elon chip and you're on your phone and you get that status bump and it can actually shoot like right now we have to depend on like old fucking brains and dopamine hits and things like that when they're just able to fucking hit you with that status dopamine blast right into your yeah. chip fucking game over man oh imagine dude you just wake up every morning boom a thousand likes right to the back of the neck boom ten thousand likes after the shower it's like a fucking oh. orgasm yeah no dude that's exactly what's gonna happen and then it's going to start like registering your points and it's going to be like a black mirror episode. You know, you just fucked me up. You just, wow. <clears throat> it just dawned on me. Like Facebook alone could make the world a better place overnight. Go on. Just real easy. Like just tomorrow, everyone wakes up. All your photos have 10,000 likes. You, no rhyme or reason. Facebook did everyone it. Everyone goes viral. Facebook just did it for you. They said, you know what? Everyone, we're going into everyone's account. And we're going to go like 10,000 fucking photos across the board. And everyone wakes up tomorrow with a big hard on feeling fucking if, great. I bet it's the best the day ever. Day. No, and then the next day they hit you even harder. If everybody, likes. If everybody has them, then it, the I get status it. If everyone's beautiful, gone. no one's beautiful. It's the whole yeah. sneeches on the beaches I understand. story, you know? They I understand. For that one day. On that, but Simon, wouldn't that be an interesting social experiment? Just for that one day, Facebook hits everyone with like a million likes. 
I mean, nobody's really on Facebook anymore. You mean Instagram? They own Instagram. Yeah, That's okay. what I'm saying. The mother company. Just all across the board. Yeah. They just hit everybody That's with it. likes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would be interesting to see what happened. But again, if everybody gets famous like that, then there's no cachet to getting no, I famous agree. Totally, like that. Yeah. So. No, but you don't know. This is, the, this is the beauty of the social experiment. You only care about the data from that day because you don't know. It takes you a bit to figure out, hey, wait, you also got all these likes? Wait, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? It did, I like it. But Mark yeah, you Zuckerberg, could, do you it. You could hijack the whole fucking world that way, I imagine. Yeah. What else you got, Kamar? Nails? Uh, no, just that... Um... Nails? Carla? Let's go, buddy. People... <laughs> Carla. People... Oh, I mean, sweetie. Chris Williamson said it uh, in his podcast, the idea of luxury beliefs. Yeah. Oh, go on. Well, if, I, I would argue my idea of, like, uh, getting rid of racism is a luxury belief. Like, there's way more things you have to fix, and then we'll get to that. His <laughs> idea of getting rid of racism. Just, just, just <laughs> as an example... But he said there was statistical evidence that people who pointed out privilege the most were the most privileged. Mm, well, that makes sense. So it, it, it is a, it's a luxury belief. I, I just tied it to You can't even me. notice privilege if you're too busy trying to stay alive, right? But you do because you probably hate the people who have privileges who are trying to get you, who are the people who... But it's, it's a, an outside status um, hierarchy of needs. I was in the most interesting place you could observe status is in your family. Like a family reunion or something. Prison would be a good... Uh... I'd just like to meet up with my family to see <laughs> who has our status. <laughs> no, I don't want to do 60 days got, in. He's got to go all yeah. the way. But if you just... It's sort of gross to think about thinking about it, but it's the safest place. Yeah, like... Okay. An uncle has a higher status. I'm not going to get into my family status. Kids I, have different statuses. You're, at, a, the you're at the little table. You have no status. Right. You're in a different room. Yeah. And I mean, who's ever the head of the table, if it's your house, you have the highest status. Who probably. carves the turkey? That's status. Not always. That's always. But that gets passed on. I'm rewatching Shameless right now. Yeah. Terrible show. I disagree, but. Um, the one, the British one? That's a weird. Oh, the, the dad's a drunk, but he still technically owns the house. Like, who has the status there, you know? it's just, It was just fascinating, and I'm sure his book is fascinating, and he reads it, and he's a nice guy. Whose book? Shameless? No, Will Store. Will Store. I, just fuck I give this, I, I give this a five. Wow. I'm going to go to the bathroom. What's <laughs> wrong with it? Well, rate it first. You're giving it a three? It existed before, but when you said Facebook, they really capitalized on status. Yeah, of course. There's a main thing on your... That's the main vein of Facebook, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, keep in mind, too, that was the original thing. I think then, um, I think their smartest move was moving to, like, business. Because then everyone started making money through Facebook or Instagram. Like, that's where it really changed. Because if you, if you remember Instagram in the early days, like, it was really just people posting fucking photos... And the people that had the most clout were like, you know, good photographers. And then it became like a, a thirst trap. And then and then it really became just all business. Like it's all just. But I think for us, it was such a new technology. There was no thought, oh, the key to this is get popular as fast as possible. Yeah. We, I didn't even think, I consider that until there was an Instagram post or a Twitter post of Austin. No, not. Asha Kutcher, he's like one of the first people to get to a million. Yeah, he was. He was the first. And he was so excited whenever I was like, ah. Oh. 
is it is about what you do, but it's not about like, why am I posting had eggs this morning? I didn't get it. Cause you were just doing what you saw other people do as we mimic. And then even I realized, Oh, it's a popularity contest. You want to be liked. It's a whole different mindset. No, but it really boils down to like, and we, can be monetized. Well, that's the, the thing is we don't have, we're not famous or rich. So we don't understand that like, for them at all, it's all about monetization. If you're 12, you know going into Twitter, I got yeah. I got to try to get popular. You had no idea what you're doing in those apps. Others were. Did you? I don't think you gave it a, a rating. Oh, I'll give it a four. You? Yeah, he's he's gonna give me his same old. You don't decide what anybody, but you rating that a five? Just I why? Know, I gave man. it. A, I gave it a four. I don't just know. You fucking like. Any podcast, ratings, not any, any Rogan. Sense. No, I did. I find is just riveting. Just you, riveting. you give a five. So wait a minute. You were like a little bit angry that he gave it a five, went to the bathroom and instead of coming back calm and cool about it, you got oh, more angry. No, no, no. I'm super calm and cool. <laughs> super well, calm who, and cool. Who gives a shit that he gave it a five? It's his this, rating. I knew he was going to do this. You know what? I said exactly what you were going to say. Yeah, but what? I, I he don't, dropped a deuce. Don't, don't he worry dropped about a deuce and like, you know what? It, Fuck it, this uh, <laughs> It it's my my cross to bear. All right, sure, yeah. You Jews don't bear crosses. You guys status. have a star. Don't I you? love this podcast. It's your star to bear. It's my star to bear. And it almost seems like he was just a captain of the obvious. But oh, I really, like that. he's a captain of the obvious. Of the obvious, like status. Of course, has always been there, but he sort of frames it. Uh, okay, twenty one oh one. Definitely worth a five. Brett Weinstein. The most awkward ever Einstein. recap of the Super Bowl. Oh my god! <laughs> like, I want to fucking kill myself. Talking yeah. about it. That was hilarious. Did he get one of the team's names wrong? Uh, no, it was, he no he mispronounced Favre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which was, you and Joe up. corrected him. No, it was just people. it was just it was just not a thing to be spoken about. But they're like trying to. Show that that's brutal. Like, that's like two male dogs sniffing each other's ass. Like, how about the game, man? Like, no, a lot of sad bags are thrown up there. It's when the gay guy comes out and tries to talk about sports mm. just to throw you off the scent. Not they a also good way sounded to start off. super old when they were like, How woke were the commercials? I didn't know any of the people in them. Like, yeah, you're 50 and you're like 65. <laughs> so I would expect that even me, who's 40, I watch TV now and I'm like, uh, Who are these but people? But you saw the Dunkin' Donuts commercial? No, I didn't know. Shut what was the Dunkin' Donuts? I didn't commercial? see. I, I, you I, haven't seen any of the commercials. No. Yeah, now we have the time. I, I like to apologize them, to all listeners who came to the live feed because whatever was sort of boring was our first. It's too long to do a yeah, Super Bowl. It's a long time. Um, at halftime, you guys went up to have a smoke a joint or whatever. Yeah, hold on, hold on. If our card had not died in the third quarter, you would have been enthralled the whole time. Marquise Valdez yeah, Scantling hit in the I, overtime. You would have been ecstatic. He's getting so angry. Listen, I'm not saying it was. I had fun. It was fine. I'm saying to like stream live like that just to be interesting for fucking four hours. You don't have to like be interested. That's the you problem. Know? You guys looked at it like that. We're just watching the Super Bowl. What do you want to say? Keep going. You guys went up to smoke a joint, and I just because uh, I I won. On my uh, first quarter, <laughs> and then blew it on but, but, No, but I realized it was taped, so I could go back and relive watching me just like compulsively lose forty dollars, and then I, I sort of went <laughs> like I could have, I could have. Oh, and my cards lost. It was a culmination of like fucking despair. Tell me you're not listening to me without no. telling me you're not listening to me. <laughs> 
Oh, fuck. What the like, fuck was that? No, sir. Simon so did have a bad day. So boring. Simon lost two cards that day by one leg. That's tough. I just, I can't. I could, I could have sat there and said, hey, guys, I'm losing my money. We could have lost money with me. But I just, I looked, and I just want to apologize to everyone that tuned in. We'll do a shorter event, and it might work. Um, malinformation. Malmation, yeah. Is the worst one. Malformation? It's a truth mm. that could cause harm. Mm-hmm. And that that shouldn't exist. No. Yeah, that doesn't even make That's any bad. sense. Yes. A truth like Simon, that could cause harm. The Jews run Hollywood. See, he's okay with it. That's a truth that could cause harm. Yeah, like you might have been you might have been hurt hearing that. Are there any truths out there that could cause harm that shouldn't get out? Do you think, Kamar? None at no. all. Zero. Well, you know the all truth about Bigfoot should come out, out, and you also know the truth about aliens should come out. Or no, maybe you don't know that. Maybe no, I he don't knows know that. that. He knows that. Maybe you don't. Look me in the eyes. Look over here. You know that. I think it would be best. I think the truth should come out. I think so, time. and I think it, might, it could get it could get messy. It's I'm not get, talking about the soccer player. It's going to get messy, <laughs> but it's going to be good, all right on the other side. It's going to get messy, but the truth has got to come out. Truth hurts. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, they talked yeah. about another thing that I thought could be used was. Uh, when we were 18 or whatever, LA smog was a huge problem. It still is, isn't it? No, leaded gasoline. Oh, right. They sort yeah. of fixed it. But, but it, well, was, it, it was a time. Fixed it. They fixed it. I hear the smog is why the sunsets are so fucking beautiful. That's where that comes from. And they fixed it. But they, Joe said they did not fix Mexico City. I've never been there. But what if it is always hazy? Well, Mexico City is like the second dirtiest city in the world, I believe. I'm also pretty sure that the population of Canada lives in Mexico City. So it's tough to. That's a lot of cars. It's a lot of people, like in general. What are you mm-hmm. going to do? Like, But is every day just. Well, easy? are they not Probably, using. Yeah. Unleaded, That'd be depressing. Are I don't, they not I don't, I don't using know. unleaded gasoline? Do they see down blue there? skies two days a year or something? I don't know. No. What? It's always just a dystopian haze in Mexico City. Well, they're in the mountains, though. Mexico City is like 12,000 feet up, isn't it? I don't think so. Anyways, just no, use... I don't know about the 12,000 feet. Use the point that they fixed the smog in LA. So, like, we have done stuff to, to just decrease the crisis. He recommended a book called it's The Great, great Taking. T-shirt. Decrease the crisis. Insider, a Wall Street insider put out. Mm-hmm. Like, he's convinced there's a cabal, there's... Um, elite power brokers that are running the world and they have to be stopped now. No, what was the word? He 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 said the word, he said the phrase like 50 times. Tell me you have it written down somewhere. He doesn't think the elites what are... What was the phrase? I'm, trying, I'm hoping he has it written down. Power but, and control of verse profit. No, no, no. Why, he said it 50 times. He was like the, the something elites, the controlling elites, the... Fuck. Cabal. No, he didn't say cabal. You're the worst note taker on earth. Fuck. <laughs> you know what? I don't understand why there are not board trains. What does that mean? Board trains? Like tunnels that just go through the earth. Do you mean subways? Subways, but from he cities. He means like across the country. Oh, right. Like yeah. underground. That's... Maybe it's here because of the, the, the Canadian Shield, but there's got to be places where that'd be the just so easy. And he mentioned the boring company, and the boring company hasn't done anything. That's not something you'd brag about. But how is that more, like, why is that better than just a normal train on top of the Kamar, for the record, the Boring Company did exactly what it was 
purpose uh, to do. It stopped them building a light rail yeah, in California. That was the go. only reason he set that company yeah. up. No, that's Ka- not something Kamar, you'd say, for, for real though. Like, just, what's the difference between it? It's way cheaper to just put tracks on I the agree. ground than it is to dig the tunnel. They do that in the city because of congestion. No, but I wonder. They had to blow up mountains to put train tracks around. Or they go around. Maybe, maybe you're the right. only reason they did that was because it's exceeding. You either have to go through, or it's too long or far to go around. Unless the unless the world's round. Because if it's round, then for sure you'd be cutting space, taking a straight line. Okay, this oh is my just god! The what a dipshit. conversation ever. Traditional media crumbling was not part of the plan of of the, this global elites plan. He uh, suggests. Yeah, and he thinks like. There's a foot in the door and we have to break everything down. One of the things he pointed out is how all these companies are making counterintuitive decisions, like shooting off their toes despite their feet. And you just wonder, like you can't imagine someone thought it was a big idea. Like say from starting when Apple thought it'd be a good idea to put U2 on everyone's phone. I mean, nothing is hurt. Like, listen, you can argue that all you want, but Apple is still the biggest company in the world. They've but continu- I hate them. That's fine. Because had they cared about podcasting? Yeah. And just gave it a shit yeah. 10 years ago? Yeah. And decided to reward creators? Yeah. Things would be different. Um, this is what I think, Kamar, is that... Um, what the... Sorry, what was... Companies what was are making decisions counterintuitive to their success. The Bud Light, I mean. No, 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 no. What you were, before that, you were talking about. um, The weird thing about Bud Light, though, Kamar, is like. They go to bounce back. Forget the the bounce back. We, you know, there's something to be said about advertising dollars. And like, I don't know what they spent on that campaign, but they got way more eyes than they spent money for. Oh, just by you making could, the can. That you, post, that post. You could argue it was negative, but I don't think there is any more negative press. I think eyes on. And like you said, the bounce back, like Shane's now signed to them. So they I'm signed saying to the UFC. The like, company's making these decisions looks like incompetence, but you're like, it's 5D chess. Big media collapse. That was what we were talking that, about. And you were saying whether it was, uh, did they know it was going to happen or was it? I think that we get tricked all the time. Like perfect example is your Zin. Right? Like, here we are. Oh, um, this is the next best thing. Meanwhile, it's just owned by the same companies who are feeding us tobacco. Yeah. And now they've just found a new way to do it. And they're convincing you that it's like good for you. I mean, but everybody's addicted to it. You know, I'm just, just, uh, but in that case, those social media companies like we think oh well now we have twitter now we have uh, this now we have that they're all just the same thing owned by the same people yeah yeah but listen if if philip morris decides to kill less like philip morris wanted cigarettes not to kill people no they just wanted them to be addicted to them so now they found a no of course that listen well there's selling an addictive product is not illegal no it's what everybody wants and it's what is going to kill the world I don't know about that. My point, though, goes back. You can't say that with a cigarette in your mouth. Oh, no. I'm as guilty as the next guy. No, no. You can't say that. Well, I think I can. No, but you... you (laughs) I think I just did. You resent the nicotine because it's trendy. You just hate that. 
I resent this idea that people think like they've beat the game. You're just part of the game. They got you in a different I way. I feel like giving my firstborn to Philip Morris. But how does not smoking cigarettes? But how does he feel like he beat the game? He's still he's it's not like he doesn't think he's addicted to nicotine. That's all he's been talking about. He just knows that he's less likely to die from said nicotine. Okay. I think that we don't know what you're gonna die from because this shit has never been tested because it didn't have to go through any regulation. Yeah, it's been tested for hundreds in. of years. People smoking nicotine, tobacco for hundreds of years. Okay. It's a new trope. So, you know, his but point, though, remains, point. Simon. It's not the nicotine on. in cigarettes that hurts you. It's the act of smoking that causes disease like C- COPD. Hold on. I, yes, I, agreed. This is the important thing. You know, scientifically, for, for a fact, you know how bad cigarettes are for you you do it anyway. You have this weird argument where you're like, "That's why you, you can't don't say." Yeah. I'm not you don't saying, even know the long term yeah. effects of yeah. Zin, and <laughs> no. here you are sinning. And it's like, dude, I'm not saying you, fucking, I'm not saying you can't make a point. I know how I'm killing myself. <laughs> I'm not deceiving no, myself. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but you, you know what? You can't say anything. I think I'm gonna have to try these Zin. Fuck yeah, dude! I'm telling you, it's euphoria. <laughs> till till you wake up, not an ad. Till you the wake way. up with five in your cheeks oh, and you're seeing spots. Oh, God. But that's when you snowed. Yeah, no, I'm being ridiculous. I mean, but I don't like like vaping is a perfect example. Everybody thinks they're beating the system, and we just don't have the we don't not people haven't been vaping enough to know it's decoded what, what you say. it's going to do to you. you as I you vape, have the you same know? for everybody that's doing something. This thing has been just as bad for me as smoking. Well, again, but you don't know. Maybe worse. We know sure. people get lung cancer from smoking. We don't know what people get from this yet okay, because hold on. they've only been around for okay, five wait. years. So what's going to be worse than lung cancer? Just out of curiosity. Maybe it's just a different lung cancer you get, though. This is a, We don't okay, know. It's the same outcome. We don't know. Oh, yeah. that one gave you a worse lung. What we're going to well, be in no, the but we're going to be in an iron lung beside each he other. Can't asshole. say anything. People, he's going to be in a bed beside <laughs> us with mouth cancer, his tongue rotting out. He's not. And we're both going to be in an he, iron he can lung. Say whatever yeah. you want, but you can't say anything. <laughs> I can say whatever the. No, but it doesn't I make want. sense coming out of your mouth. Of course it does. <laughs> I'm aware of what I am, dude. 280 episodes. You think he gives a shit what comes out of his mouth? He's proven that he doesn't care. Doesn't Neither care. do you. I mean, you don't even know half the things that come out of your mouth. You can't pronounce half the things this that come out of your This might not be mouth. related, but I was having a conversation with my roommate. and I was, The I'd owner lo- of your home. I'd love to go to Las Vegas. No, no, my other one. Oh, it, does, okay. it doesn't matter who. I, I was having a conversation with a buddy about <laughs> Las Vegas, which I've never been to. And part of me has this idea that if I go to Las Vegas, I'll be m- more depressed that I wasted my whole life, my prime ability to be there, and never went there. No. Maybe I've an all right time, but I was like, if I could have come here when I was 23 years old or 27. You would have gotten arrested. I would want to go to Vegas and not But have- you hear what I'm saying. I feel like if I go to Vegas, I'd nap half the time and maybe even watch TV in the hotel room. I just, don't think you just- would. I hope not, but but anyways. I wouldn't the problem why I wouldn't want to go to Vegas yeah. is the same reason what we were talking about before. Like I would want to not have to worry about the money. Yes. You want to oh, go to Vegas, one. you want to be able to buy everything, to you want to be able to gamble. You gotta go there to lose ten thousand dollars. It's just No, but hold on, what do you need? Day. Like what wait, then what what do you need for four days in Vegas comfortably? Just out of curiosity. A thousand dollars a day to gamble. 
Oh, I mean, maybe more than that. Who knows? Okay. Like, we're in Vegas. Well, it should be more than that because you should be doubling it up. And, and then you got to have the hotel and you got to have the food and you want to go see some shows. You don't go for four days. Do this that, that's and you suicide. Do that. You go for like two days. But you I mean, you're go? going all the way there for two days. I got to drive there, man. I like, I'm going for a month. Maybe that's a problem. Okay. Tomorrow, we're, we're, first, we're getting this is the thing. Weeds. You drink in closing. Free booze. Oh, I know. You drink, so two days is probably good. I don't drink. Four days is a perfect Vegas trip. Yes, because you're not I'm you're not, not carrying uh, war scars. Now, my problem is I would also want to go to some club that costs $100 cover or whatever mm-hmm. area or whatever they're yeah, called, yeah. but I would not enjoy it because oh, I'm 50 it. years you'd old. And those things are depressing. I want to see everything, but I like, oh, I would have, I would have loved this. I don't know. And uh, that's why you should start fucking zinning and stop shitting on it. What no, if, I should. You're right. What Come if on. every single person that Joe said to have a podcast is because Brett said, um, well, I started my podcast because you, he has 5% of. Just low key. It's America. They do that. <laughs> it's America. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You just, yeah, you start a podcast here. I'll send you these microphones. Well, well really what he should have done right at the beginning is just start a network. And every person, he would be like, no. you should do a podcast. Be on my network. No. You should do a podcast. Maybe that exists. Maybe it's 1% of all these. No, he doesn't take You know, Joe, a, a, he doesn't even want to be bothered with half of the monetary things that come his way. Well, but that would be then interesting. Do you remember that poster? There was like one of those uh, ad breakers, posters. It was like one company. Then all, all the other companies that are the associated it. The, the Joe Umbrella. Yeah, it's I huge. bet you that no, but I bet you that'd be a um, zeitgeist poster. Well, when he was describing Jordan Peterson, this anonymous teacher in Canada, it goes on this. No, that was Chris Williamson, okay, but he didn't want to say his name. Fine. But no, I, again, I'll push back there. I don't think he was sitting at the U of University of Toronto, thinking, you know, this uh, psychology thing is cool. But if I could get famous <laughs> yeah, on the internet, I could I'd go do viral. It. Yeah, that's what. How I about I pick do. a fight with a he's student? Too, he's yeah. like us, and we didn't even see that right on the wall. He then talked about the haphazard nature of the in- injections, which really um, concerned me. Yeah, that they didn't know what they were doing. And then I remember the only time I was really resentful of everyone in my life that said you should get uh, vaccinated is when you're there, like, I've got the Uber running. You're going to stick it in. I'm going to walk in the door. No one saw me. They're like, oh, no. No, you got to wait 15, for 15 minutes. Yeah. Why? Because something bad might happen to you. <laughs> That's yeah. with all, every time you get any sort of injection. But I uh, know one time I went to um, the drugstore and we did it in the back of his office. There's no one there. He still asked me to wait. But now imagine if you're sitting in that chair and the person before you <laughs> goes into like epileptic shock, seizure, yeah. spits up all herself, and you're next. No way. Oh, well, I'm out. There's no yeah. way. Well, I wish that had happened. No I wish that had well, happened. You know? That's like Joe's story about how during the time he said he wasn't going to take the shot, that three people he knew died of heart attacks or whatever. Had strokes. Which seems excessive. But and he seem- knows a lot of people in his defense. It seems like for importance of truth's sake and malinformation that we should be aware of what happened, where, where competence was, where incompetence was, just for your own self-preservation. Kamar, much like GameStop, you you're a- never going to find out a fucking goddamn thing about anything that happened yeah, during COVID. No, We're already two years removed. They swept that shit under the rug. There's no commission. There's no fucking anything. And it's th- over. And things like uh, Jeffrey Epstein are, because he, he said that COVID... He believes 
was just used to normalize MNRA. Get that in the vernacular, and you see it coming down the pike later on. It's it's now in it. But Jeffrey Epstein is an example of, yeah, stuff can happen that seems really bad, but we just don't care about it. I'm starting to feel like, I mean, listen, we know they knew about Epstein forever. I think the only reason Jeffrey Epstein got arrested was because COVID, they were trying to do something with COVID. What? Well, think about it. We're in the middle of COVID. There's this massive fucking conspiracy about the Wuhan lab and all this fucking shit. And the and then all of a sudden they find Pedo Island. And for a couple of weeks, we're all on Pedo Island. Did, Did that this happen guy kill him? No. COVID? no, that Jeff was before Epstein COVID. died before COVID. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Are you sure? I George so. George Floyd is a COVID death. Yeah. Yeah, I know Epstein I, was before. I know George where I Floyd. was when I found out Jeffrey I, Epstein was killed. I think so, man. Pull it up. Okay, I'm going to. Uh, yeah, please do. Uh, no, for sure. I know where I was when I found out he died. Where? I was at work in my office. Okay, you don't have an office. I did. So. I did. <laughs> Back then you did. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing. 20, like, 2019, August 10th, 2019. We have to stop. When did and COVID 2020 start? was COVID. So it was right at the beginning of COVID. Yep. It was too. It was before. Now, is that when he died? That's when he died, yeah. No, no. So this is when, that's way so before So then it's COVID. way before. Because they found the they island. Found yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm so saying. way before. Uh, so yeah, what, yeah. they found Epstein like when we started this show then? Yeah. Before. That's so weird. Before he did time. Before. That's so weird. Oh, but I know he did time before. Again, that's not what I'm talking about. Well, Alex Jones knew about him way before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. No, I'm talking about like when he got arrested and the island. That's fine. Yeah, I'm going to just look that up. Uh, it's interesting. Jeffrey Epstein, first arrest. All, second. all this to say. Huh? Second arrest. These are like conditioning events. Well, that's what Weinstein is saying. I'm, I'm, and I'm agreeing. You're echoing, yes. Okay. <laughs> 2006 <laughs> is when he first faced criminal. That's what I said. That's why I said his second. We need his second arrest. Parroting um, that, yeah, nothing to see here. Who really cares? And, and we've become quite complacent. You know, I love a quote. So my quote of the week is uh, I think it might have been. Uh, Lenin, but not the votes that count. It's not the votes that counts. It's the people that count the votes. And it's so interesting how English, and it's the most in rap, again, how wordplay is, do you know what I mean? Words are like uh, math or numbers. Go on. Uh, a series of words in one way could be threatening. It could be funny. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all the relationship. You remember that Bill Burr joke? You're talking about black people? Nope. He was like, I, he's like, I understand it now. He's like, black people, they put the motherfucker at the end. He's like, totally changed the sentence. He's like, when I say it, I'll be like, this motherfucking Asian over here. And you're like, whoa, 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 Bill, whoa, whoa. He's like a black guy. I'll be like, this Asian motherfucker. And you're like, he's like, rolls off the tongue. Doesn't even seem exactly, like there was a hate Exactly. Crime. And that's the same words. Yeah. Just moved around a little bit. It's yeah. just it's just math. It's just math. <laughs> What's the Epstein uh, verdict? I don't know. I didn't see. Okay, fair enough. Great work, Jamie. Great work, Jeremy. Oh, also, I feel like the podcast could be that. Guys, start clipping this show. Start clipping and go, That's look at these losers. That's not how it works. That's how Andrew takes Oh, you're it. talking about you want them to like. If you're watching this, take a clip, repost it. Um, Gavin Newsom. That'll be the <laughs> that'll be the creepiest thing. If he's president? If that if that switch ha- comes uh, in the and it should it, it, uh, he's on the clock in the next. Oh, it'll be Big Mike for sure. Yeah, 10, I think we know months. what's happening. Yeah. and I called this so long ago. So why don't you put money? Why don't you put your money where your mouth is? 
FanDuel will let you bet on the next president for sure. And I guarantee you, Big Mike right now, big money. And 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 to tie it all together, Weinstein thinks if that happens, the terrorists will have won. Yeah, that's them just getting back into power, the big machine. But that would make sense. Like Biden is so incoherent that there would be a guy behind the scenes running the show, Mr. Barack Obama. I mean, listen, that Super Bowl tweet was weird as fuck. I didn't see the Super Bowl tweet. Did you did you see it? Neither of you saw it. What this was is it? fucking insane. So as soon as so the Kansas City Chiefs win and Biden from his personal Twitter tweets out a photo of him. It looks like a, a super villain photo. Like he's like all blacked out with like a red outline and his eyes are red beams, almost like Homelander. What? Really? And, but it's I'm, a positive ad. And it says, just like we scripted it or something, something along those lines. Yeah. So, so to make him look like the all seeing. Uh, yeah. Well, it, but it's a good, it's a positive thing, but you, it's like the, the left can't meme funny, which they talked about in this podcast and why seen as well. The Just onion. like we drew it up. That's it. Just like we drew it up with those fucking That's red. That's insane. Right? <laughs> why would they do that? Well, it's like Kamar saying. Because they don't know how to, to read the, the room. They're trying to win the meme wars and they think that's like a funny, like, oh, we'll, we'll act like it's a conspiracy, but it's like. Yeah, you guys, you're, yeah, like they you're have saying, a bunch of power, room. but they don't know how to read the room. That feels like his thing got hacked. No, it's still up. I'd be remiss <laughs> if I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention though how it was like. Yeah, so I've got blocked by uh, Elon. Like so what? No, I just sent a message and Thank you. I Facetimed him fifty times in a row, and I reference um, swingers. That was so weird, eh? Well, I love that he was like, it felt a little thirsty where he was like, Joe, I've been trying to get Elon on the phone about my, uh, me being uh, blocked here. And he said, stop spamming me. Well, like I said, I thought Joe would end the pot. Elon doesn't like you. Uh, yeah. Sorry, pal. So good to be here. I just, <laughs> there's something at the club. They need the pop. It's an emergency change. with Marshall. I got to run. machine's not yeah. working. Is Joe going to have his show on Twitter? I imagine so now, eh? Not yet. Why not? But he should. Well, the more oh. eyes, the better. Of course, he will. And his, isn't that cra- sorry? Go ahead. No, no, I don't care. Isn't that crazy My that Tucker bombed. Carlson went and fucking interviewed Putin? We talked about this last week. Did we? No. Oh, it's just fucking mental. It's not. I, I, I'm, I'm so lost. Like, this has happened throughout history, where a journalist has gone and interviewed a world leader at war. Okay. Why is this so? Like, what's, I, what's more interesting is two just days that later. It's Tucker Carlson. I don't know. I find the whole thing just crazy. That what, what's, he's gone from being like this dum dum to who worked for Fox News, right? I wanted to yeah. bring back the bow tie, man. No, never. That's would be the worst so life choice. Was ever. what was his stance on weapons of mass destruction? Because he worked for Fox. You can and go back and find out. Whole, it doesn't matter. What it I, does matter? No, what, you have to. If you if you you should watch. There's an interview. He's in Saudi Arabia two days after the Putin interview. And this guy is putting it to him. Like, why'd you ask about this? Like, you gave me softballs. Like, it's a, and, and they have a, a, a measured discussion. It's respectfully done. And it's sort of like um, sort of a supplement to that. Like, because that's what everyone said. Justify yourself and you want him. And this is in, a, in Saudi Arabia in front of like 3,000 people. First off, 
You're interviewing a guy that took Robert Kraft's Super Bowl ring. Yeah, he's a gangster. He's a gangster. Okay, we'll so we've always said that. if people are like, why didn't you press him harder? Uh, I think the 14 <laughs> guns pointed at me might have had something uh, to do with why I didn't press him harder. The fact that they had like, his mom there. Yeah, under- I just don't understand any of these fucking people. Like, I've heard people that are like, he's a traitor. I'm like... He's a journalist. This is what journalists do. They go and they interview people. You might not like Putin. You might be anti-Putin as fuck. Tucker Carlson interviewing him does not mean yeah, shit. No, no. My he point, Joe Rogan him. My point. <laughs> yeah. Just stay away from the tough stuff. My point was, it's just interesting how you go from being like a yeah Fox News a shill. villain to a hero just like that. It's he's all, still a villain to a lot of people. The best part. Did you watch any of the clips? I saw some of the clips. The yeah. best part. Is it in sub? Is it sub? Like Putin speaks English? No, no, okay, no. Yeah, it's I being so. translated. Yeah, yeah, that's what that was my question. But um, and it'd be very interesting if AI goes in there and changes it up. That might they might get another birth out of it. Anyways, at one point he's talking with the CIA, and Putin goes, "You know the organization you tried out for," yeah. and I'm sure Tucker Carlson stunned, like. You're not supposed to know that. Well, Tucker Carlson's family worked for the CIA, and I think he was supposed to be in the CIA and decided instead, Matt. Is this one to of those go, no homers? To, and that's to, why now he's like to anti. Go, to go into broadcasting, it seems like a winds of change type of thing. But if he you just, really think about it. Thank you. There was just a moment where it's like, you've done your research. Uh, for me, that's like. Uh, that's buried yeah. files. Do you like the picture of your mother? Yeah. <laughs> Think why would you? Today. That'd be ridiculous. He to, told you what your KGB. favorite food was. Of course, this guy knows information about you. That's you, why I'm saying. Okay, like, how about this? It's a weird thing. Like, do you think Putin knows more about how the world works than you do, or I do? Obviously, knows more than I do. Hold on, he's a world leader. I, My, oh, just hear me out. My assumption would be that most world leaders, especially if you're a top player, that yes, you would know more about how the world what works. What do you mean more about how the world works? That's like weird, the inner uh, workings, like the stuff the behind or, the... Or do you think he's uh, a madman who is delusional? No, I think he probably knows how he knows what things... More than Joe it. Biden. He's ex-KGB yeah. too. Like, And listen, he's a, he's had to like have... Um, he's also been in power relationships for like years. with so many different countries and like... How many presidents has he seen? He's he's a very interesting person, even though he's evil and bad. And uh, go Ukraine. Well, he definitely killed his fucking. We knew. We said it when that guy went to jail. That's what I want. The guy in the plane. Because this, I'm, he's dead now. I'm so surprised that happened afterwards. He died Sunday. Well, here, or no, okay. he died Friday. We're all doing this in the post show, and I've got an amazing development that could change the world forever. Amazing. Uh, Brett Weinstein, doom and gloom, but it was it was all right. I give it a three. Oh, he really see how he glossed over that? Putin definitely killed that wow. guy in prison. We knew that was going to happen. Definitely, yeah. but why would he do that? Oh, definitely he did that right after the, he got the uh, press from his interview. He really yada, yada, yada that assassination. Yeah, eh? he did. Yeah, yeah. He, he really did. Putin met the guy in the thing, yada, yada, yada. We I had a funeral yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but if he controls the whole country, why isn't Navalny still alive? Why isn't he still alive? Yeah. Like, why aren't they just lying about the whole thing? Like, how the Russian authorities announced he's dead. Well, maybe he, his people, like, will be upset if he's just out there killing, you know, civilian. I don't know. I, my only thing is uh, Assange. They should free Assange. He's like a Navalny. Who should free Assange? The U.S.? Who, who, whoever is doing this. Like, where is he right now? Is he still at the Venezuelan consulate? No, I or think whatever? he's in a British prison. Oh, they no got idea. him. Gotcha. In any event, this is an interesting podcast. I give it a three. I give it a three. I mean, I'll give it a 
two and a half, I think. I just find him almost insufferable. And Did I mention that Britain has locked annoying. up? Did I mention this a couple weeks ago that Britain has locked up like 1,500 people in the last two years for tweets or things they've said on social media? Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. It's insane. That's coming around. Well, they're the ones who put um, the Count Chocula yeah, or whatever the, the dog fuck is. Yeah, the dog yeah. uh, salute there. Was it Count Chocula? That's no, his who name that is was? Ca- what's his name? Um, Count Dankula. Dankula, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chocula yeah. was the. Uh, yeah, no, they have some crazy fucking. Um, it's nuts. It's nuts. Rules about that, and I know we have weird rules too. But like, I haven't heard of anybody going to jail here. For yeah, first guy. First guy just tweeted he's going to kill Trudeau for Montreal. Okay, I mean, that's a little different, right? He's been charged. Like, that's that's threatening the life of the president or the prime minister. I know, but this is that's still a new different. thing that couldn't happen. Well, if you listen, got on, on the on, phone on, and on, phoned in a death threat to the thing yeah, and they listen. caught you, you're going to fucking jail. Kamar, your argument is that's like... insane. Just hear me out. I, 20 years ago, you couldn't post your crimes to the internet. That didn't mean that you were an idiot if you didn't try. You know what I mean? Like... You, I never heard if of it. If you had written a letter yeah. to the authorities yeah. telling them that you wanted to kill the prime yeah. minister, they would put you in jail. Mm-hmm. So it has nothing to do with... Uh, We're talking about like an offensive tweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking like the finance minister has a gross pussy. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> the letter's just more threatening. <laughs> Well, the letter the takes mean words on the paper. Uh, I think we can all agree way. the letter is more threatening. You had to go to the <laughs> mailbox. You had to mail it. Dude, you're not just pressing yeah. fucking bought send. a stamp. That's yeah. premeditated. True. You can post something on Twitter. That's and be a like, lot oh, of time for you to change your mind. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Anyways, I'm surprised that you didn't really got to want to mail that threat. Yeah, it's just too easy to tweet. All right. Well, if you made it this far, thank you so much. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as five dollars a month. Head over to patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast and uh, become a member. You get the post show, the show of the show, we shoot the shit. You also get a bunch of old episodes of old stuff we did. And uh, that's really it. We have a YouTube. If you want to watch the show, maybe youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Movie viewing parties. What was that? You guys wanted to make me watch Zohan. I know. Like it was a clockwork orange. Well, no, it's in cue because we got a bunch of stuff we got to do. We got the Bigfoot doc. Oh, yeah. The, I can. Oh, all of a sudden you. he's real into watching parties now. You, yeah. And next week we might have, uh, I don't want to ruin it, but uh, Matt Damon. Oh, we'll he's yeah. coming we'll, on. We'll see. Yeah. Matt Damon. I want to bury the lead. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. That's it. Thank you so much for listening or watching. We hope you have a great week. We hope you enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open open